Taco Tuesday. Woohoo! And Wednesday. Yay! And Thursday. Ugh. And you get the point. Enjoying too much of the same thing? Mix things up with Cholula. Cholula hot sauce. The best thing ever to happen to tacos. Choose Cholula. You're listening to Project Dark Corona Radio. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location deep within the Appalachian Mountains with your hosts, David and Jason. Bringing you the unknown. Project Dark Corona Radio. All right, we're back for another exciting week again. Very, very exciting. So this this week we are delving into some conspiracy theory. And we've got a special guest in studio. I'm family. It's not a special guest. We've got a special family guest. Mr. Jeff is here. We have a caller that's going to be calling in sometime tonight. We hope you're listening and calling, going to call in. Yep. So, tonight, you want to talk to him a little bit about the um, some of the conspiracy theories we're going to talk about? Well, I've got one I, I want to talk about. It's fairly new. Stuff that's been going on this week, last week. Um, it's just a theory, you know. It, it it probably isn't even true, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Uh, there could be at least the possibility that George Floyd's death was filmed with the purpose of creating racial tensions. Uh, and put a driving wedge and and divide us up, which you know that's what they try to do that's that's one of the conspiracies we're going to talk about well I think um you don't have to go too far to get um to the fact that racial tensions in this country have been crazy for a while now. Have been artificially inflated. Yes. Yeah, very artificially inflated. Um, there was actually a senator that that went along with this uh, senator from Texas. He went along and and was he was promoting this uh, conspiracy. Senator John. I think no, it was it was Bexar County Republican Party Chair Cynthia Brim. Hmm. And this was in Texas. Well, we know they make everything bigger in Texas. What do you What do you <laughs> think, Jeff? I think. Let me get on my soapbox here. <clears throat> here we go. I think that this wouldn't be the first time in history that. Um, Covert ops have been used on United States soil to influence the opinions of people uh, about upcoming um, planned military action or political action or anything else. And it does seem awfully uh, um, 
convenient that this is the week that they're actually that uh, a congressional hearing is actually looking into Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah. And her email exchange, and the judges have just ruled that she does have to testify on her own behalf. Right. There's going to be a lot of, I plead the 5th, I plead the 14th, uh, <laughs> in the midst of all of that. You mean, she's not? She's probably also going to be saying, you mean I didn't quite get rid of that evidence? Yeah. I haven't killed that person yet. I mean, what? But that's just a <laughs> conspiracy. There's you got to realize the Clintons are pretty powerful people. Yeah, I think last time Jason talked a little bit about um, him, we ended up not being able to do Facebook Live anymore. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Facebook Live's gone for us right now. Oh, yeah, literally. Well, Zuckerberg for you. Oh, I have a phone call. I don't know who this is. Well, let's get him on the air. Hello. Hey. Hey. How you guys doing? Doing good. How you doing? All right. Is David? Yes, this is David. Oh, this is James. James. Oh, how you doing, oh. buddy? Oh, all right. I thought I thought I was about to call in on the, on the, on the podcast. Oh yes. Yep. We're we're live right now. You called in the perfect time. Oh hey. Oh, okay. Hey. You're listening to Project Dark Corona. All right. You remember yeah, that? I'm going out from uh, Texas out here. <laughs> Texas. Yeah, we we were yeah. uh, we were just telling a little bit of conspiracy about Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yep. About a uh, senator in Texas. No, it was a Republican Party chair. Oh, Republican Party chair. Yeah, Bexar County. Yeah. Ah. Uh, shoot. Uh, I wasn't gonna call earlier, but my my daughter was on the phone and. Show me your apartment. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh no! I mean, we just started at eight, and uh, we actually started about ten minutes a little late. So, um, so actually, you caught us right at the beginning. All right, cool. So, um, so how y'all been doing? How y'all been doing? Doing good, doing good. How you doing? All right. I, I actually been. Um, oh, I ain't been getting out much. I've been at home because my job. Uh, it stops working when uh, I stop work whenever the school lets out. So they closed that down due to coronavirus. So I've been sitting at home. Wow. Yeah. Mr. Jeff has got to work from home also. Yeah, it's horrible. Right. Isn't right. It? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Jason and I are still still rolling. Wow. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. I'm trying to trying to. Stay stay out here by yourself around here when people don't really they don't even care. They'll come over and say hi. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to stay isolated. Howdy, partner. I don't see anybody. <laughs> I don't see anybody really getting sick around here. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the CDC, uh, as far as that goes, CDC has already said that. Um, I think we kind of lied. We dropped the ball um, on the numbers because. Yeah. That, well, not even only the numbers. They just came out not that long ago and said, oh, um, by the way, it doesn't stay on surfaces like we said it did. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to downplay it or anything because um, when that H1N1 was out, I had a an H strain flu, and that wiped me out bad. I was laid out for three days with a fever. 
So, yeah, I don't want to catch anything like that, so I've been staying at home like they're paying me to do, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, you know, if you get paid to sit at home, why not do it? Yeah. Right, right. I drive truck for a living, yeah. so I've got to go from coast to coast. <laughs> Nothing oh, slowed hey. down for us. Yeah. yeah. So, so this uh, conspiracy that you was wanting to uh, uh, talk about, what uh, enlighten everybody on the name of it and kind of what it's about. But before you go, oh. before you go, Uh-oh. let me just intercede this. This is one I've never heard of. Had either Jason or David heard of it prior to this? No. I, no. Yeah, we looked it oh. up. But did you look up the... We looked up some okay. of it, yes. We did look up and, and read about it, a little bit of it. And and this is a, a pretty crazy conspiracy. I mean, I mean, it's like, it's it's good. It's the Dark Knight yep, Theory I'm, I've been talking I'm about. I've looked into it a little myself. Um, but the more I look into it, the harder, um, the harder it is really to find good information on it. it it's just like anything, though, when I'm, when I'm looking into something online. It seems like the better the information you get, the... It's hard to find, and, and the presentation is, is not as good. It, it, it ends up being lectures and stuff. Yeah. So, right. So it's kind of, you know, a conspiracy theorist can, could have hard work there. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right? But, oh, you're talking about to the, the uh, Q, though, right? Yes. The Q and the Anonymous? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I looked into that and, uh, a little bit. And um, well, I've seen, I've always noticed that um, Trump would be making statements about about evil in the in the system and corrupt corrupt. Of course, you know they all do, but but he's not. He hasn't I, before this. He wasn't really a politician that I know of. Nope. Yep, he's just a businessman. Am man. I breaking up? No, no. You you sound good. Right, yeah, you're coming through. Yeah, and that's that's very well. I can't really think of what would make a businessman want to be a politician I, mean, I can sit and think and, you know, I mean if I was rich and I was wondering what I would do I guess I would want to do something for the people and that sounds good right. but I mean you know what would really make somebody put forward their effort and do something like that so um, it seems like these people believe that he has a he has an agenda to weed out actual as he, what does he call it dredging the <laughs> Draining the swamp. To win out anyway. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I don't know if people believe that or um, you know, how far they go into it. And I haven't seen them asking for people to do anything but vote, really, that I've noticed. Yeah. So, so guys, here's what I've noticed about this conspiracy theory. It has all of the makings of the things that you would love to have in a conspiracy theory, which is when you Google it, every single response comes back extreme right wing conspiracy it comes back been debunked been this all of the major publications try to dismantle this thing and they've all got something on something that nobody has ever heard of they've already got plenty of publication about something that the average man has not heard about so that's the first indication that there is something that I think true to what Those are very good points. What you're talking about is that you don't do disinformation that strongly against something that doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, that's right. a fact. Yeah. 
say. Well, um, you know, I think the deep state does exist, and it's real. And it, there's no telling what they can do. They're very powerful people. Right, and, and, who, and who am I to, you know, to say I even, I'm, I'm even aware of any activity like that. I'm, I don't have any certifications, any anything like that, and they all do. But I've noticed a lot of times all the people with certifications and certified immunity and such things as that, I noticed them not playing square. You know, something's going on because it's not it's not adding up. Yes. So it's hard to trust anyone that says that they're the true news or anything. I don't, you know, it's yes. hard to find the, the real research. Yeah, but everybody has their slant or their spin on it anymore. There's right. there's no real true news. It's but I was listening to somebody talk. I forgot exactly who it was the other day, but they were. I think they said it the best when they they said that anymore, um, you don't really get news. You just get someone's point of view, and and that's what they're giving you. They're giving you editorials, you know, with their point of view and everything thrown in, like it's news and like it's real, but but it's not. It's pushing an agenda, almost like they're they're conspiring and pushing an agenda themselves. So for those listening that don't know what, QAnon is, uh, and I'm I'm going to give what I found today to be the synopsis, and you tell me whether or not this here fits uh, what you've heard. Basically, it is that there is a group of government officials, military, uh, long-standing individuals who have um, basically watched the corruption for the last forty, fifty years. They've been building a case, building a plan to dismantle the widespread corruption that is um, now in control of the United States government. And that they needed someone who was not uh, politically affiliated, and their candidate that they handpicked was Donald Trump, and that they already have every single action that they had already planned to do laid out, They've already set into motion prior to anyone even knowing that QAnon even existed and that basically we're in the later stages of their activities and everything is about to come to light. Right, the storm. Yeah. Wow, the storm. That, that, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty point on. And I've heard other stories too, but then as you said, uh, I've seen it where they said it was debunked and it wasn't true. And... um but I, I was shown a video where um, it was talking about Donald Trump and JFK Jr. being friends. And they were speculating, I'm sure, that that Donald Trump believes that JFK was murdered too. Or parts of, some people that posted this video with QAnon or however you would say that name. Anyway, they said that um, Donald Trump had vowed to take these people out, and that I think that would make more sense than just being a millionaire and wanting to um, just help the people and everything. I mean, that sounds good, but I mean, to actually go and do it, I, mean, I can see why people would believe that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think that um, you know, I mean, like you said earlier. Why? What was the reasoning behind why he be, wanted to become president? I mean, he already had billions of dollars. 
he already had a, the life he needed and wanted, and he didn't have all the ridicule and didn't have to worry about all the crap. He was actually a black, man, black man's best friend back then. You know, they gave him all kinds of awards and everything because of all of his stuff he right. did for inner, inner city children and stuff. Um, they loved him. Uh, left wing people loved him to death because if they asked yeah, for they money, roasted him, yeah, and now they're doing nothing but roasting him. And um, mm-hmm. and if I could interject, you also have to remember he was Donald Trump was one of the loudest voices regarding Obama's yes nationality. He was. He said that he was not an American. Mm-hmm. Right, that pushing it same agendas i would i wouldn't think i would agree with all that yeah but that's you know my opinion i have no certification i'm nobody uh, i'm a citizen though and um shoot um sometimes i find it hard to find the information i think i think that there might be something going on because i see in the structure of well i don't know how to, i guess i don't know really how to say it i've seen people certified and they're acting in capacity of their their duty you know yeah and you see that all the time and it, and it has to come from somewhere it, it, it doesn't just start out with one person you know it all has to come from somewhere right yes i mean just like any of that stuff um you know what do they always say that there's always at least a grain of truth in 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 even a lie so i mean right. even even in most of this stuff you know, people look at people who who think of conspiracies and, and, and come up with conspiracy theories or even talk about them. You know, people look right. at these people like, oh, look, at, here's, here's these full hat-wearing mm-hmm. people again. You know, they're, here's the crazy people talking. But, you know, right. I honestly believe that they're more intelligent because, well, because to me, a person can actually see multiple outcomes and multiple ways that things can happen. Psychologists right. have even said that uh, people who entertain conspiracy theories right. have a higher um, ability to rationalize. Right. Than, I, I believe it. I believe it because I mean, person. you right. got to think. Uh, it doesn't uh, take much to conspire. Right. It takes two people with a mutual agenda. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, if you stop and think about it, all business is conspiracy. You know, right. When you have a boardroom of people who sit together and decide we're going to move this organization this way. And we're going to use these. You are all conspiring toward that one goal, right? Okay, I would think so. Yeah, the, the current conspiracy theory is a negative connotation given by those who would want to dispute anything that you would state. Right. There's nothing negative about right. having a conspiracy theory, right? I don't but, think so because but, if you if you find out that they're conspiring, then there's conspiracy there, and and there you have it. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how you find the conspiracy. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, um, these conspiracists, you know, they're, they're running for Congress and, and, um, and they're going to run in 2020 and at least six of them should be candidates. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, this is for that QAnon? QAnon. Almost fifty of them ran for con- or running for Congress, and they they expect uh, six of yeah. them to win. Wow! See, and there's there's groups of people now that are watching all this and paying close attention. 
Yeah. I mean, all that going on. Right. Yeah. I mean, this. Right. Um, That's good. Well, I I think that you know, anytime you get a a, you know the the mass people themselves to actually see something and start looking at it i think that's good because then you start getting some oversight and stuff you know especially when it comes to our government right right well i think that's what's most important yes yeah so i think for people to actually really understand the grasp the grasp the the severity of the situation uh scope the the scope is is that uh after World War II, um, and I'm not even going to pull in Project Paperclip or any of that other stuff. That That's a subject for another day. But there was something created after World War II called the Industrial Military Complex. Well, we have a president that warned us about that. Eisenhower, on his way out, warned us about it. Uh, it was a very ominous warning to beware of it. Um, JFK... Right before he was murdered, gave a direct speech indicating yep. that there was a group of people conspiring mm-hmm. to enslave every man, woman, and child, and then he was murdered. Uh, that was a message sent to anyone who would come after him, and afterwards we have had nothing but widespread corruption. It has uh, got its... Uh, Tentacles? The tentacles. It, this is Hydra. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in, in a real-world scenario, this is the Marvel Hydra. This is, they have infiltrated FBI, CIA, capitals, uh, courthouses, police departments, every single level of every single government, there is corruption. And all it takes to keep someone doing what you need them to do is uh, really? have dirt on them. Get them get them in doing the same things that you were doing, get them to be on the take. Next thing you know, you have blackmail. And that was the whole deal with the Jeffrey Epstein up to this point was that he had blackmail on everybody, but no one knows who he was working for. And then he was snuffed. Right. And then in our current situation, allegedly snuffed, allegedly (laughs) snuffed. It wasn't allegedly. (laughs) And then now in our current situation, uh, it is re- it is reported uh, through some odd um, odds and ends that there may be forty six thousand sealed warrants ready to be released at any time for all of for for everyone from the level of uh, Congress, a senator. Uh, we're talking about uh, media operatives. We're talking about people who own uh, major organizations and shareholders in, in um, major corporations. So this is the scope right. of QAnon. This is the scope of what QAnon claims. It's not uh, just Donald right. Trump was selected to come in and do this. No, people need to understand that it is that large of a, of a, a widespread uh, concerted effort, if found to be true. A lot of times when I look into the QAnon in their posts, or things that I can find relative to their posts, and it, and it mentions the words um, adrenochrome. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that. No. The adrenochrome? No. Oh, Lord. Um, well, this is, like, pretty dark. It's um, this 
it had nothing to do with the child trafficking. And I believe, from what I've heard, is the way to get the way to get adrenochrome, or in a, a, a way to get adrenochrome, is to get somebody really scared, terrified, and then get their blood. Basically, um, melt their adrenal glands. Really? Right. Yep. And I, you know, nothing, nothing, it's pretty close to vampirism. I, I would think that that's, that would be vampirism. <clears throat> Interdimensional. And, um, is this not what? What's his name? Is this <laughs> not what Alex Jones has been saying for the last two, three years? You might, maybe. I, I haven't really listened to much Alex Jones. Uh, Alex has been uh, talking about interdimensional demons coming to take our children and suck their blood. <laughs> See, and that's what it, gets, what it gets down to, doesn't it? I mean, um, no, you're correct. I mean, basically, a conspiracy theorist, they're, they're out there chasing demons. They, they know these things exist, and they've existed forever since, since hierarchies. Yeah. And that's, that's the way it is. Huh, adrenochrome. Yeah. So, I've never heard about this stuff. Right. Well, I'm only looking into it a little. And like I said, um, well, I've tried to look into it a lot, but it, it leads to a dead end. And it's, I don't really want to use other browsers and stuff. I'd like to just keep my my stuff simple. And um, so I just look and see what I can find. And I notice that the the deeper you go, the it's harder to watch the videos or do the reading. The letters get smaller and smaller. You know. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. this let's see well uh <clears throat> some classify this movement or conspiracy as an occult religion uh, they have their own yeah. church um wow. referring to, to a QAnon. yes they um oh, i know they they have their own church and and members and and, and there's members like of the that. military that wear the Q patch. Right. Right. Also, I, I, I've read about they were, uh, they believed that the military was doing an operation, a secret operation called Operation Looking Glass. They were wearing the patch on their uniforms or they just yes, had and, wear, and, wear patches? Yes, and it had oh. to do with time travel. So, yes? Wow. Well, it's it's pretty out there. Because the wiki links, or, or because the Wikipedia right, right. on this right here is completely um, non-biased. Yeah, yeah. It was it was oh. pre- it was pretty anti-QAnon. Uh, the information that uh, Wikipedia has on it, and most of the major news what? outlets. Oh. Yeah, they have they well, they work with some other group. Kind of, they had a show on TV for a couple months until it got pulled. Yeah, it was on. It was on uh, Roku, Roku as its own independent network for two weeks before it was pulled. And in the article about that, they indicated that it violated their terms and uh, practices. However, everyone, uh, whoever was the review process, was unable to answer why it was able to pass before it was even aired. Which sounds well, like any number of things. Well, so, sounds, sounds like right. uh, bigger pockets uh, reached out to Roku and told them to remove it, or they would remove their. So, 
this adrenochrome. I'm, I'm, I've got it pulled up here. So it is right. produced um, in mammals. So. It is oxidation of adrenaline. The chemical concentrates in the body during times of extreme fear and terror. They call it. They call it the Luciferian drug. It says over the years, many testimonials of people who have survived the Illuminati, quote unquote, sacrificial rituals, high-ranking government officials, and people who have witnessed their kids being subject to high-level pedophilia and Satanism, have all come forward to share their experience. It says most of them have shared the same story over and over again. They say that the cabal or the Illuminati, these high-ranking politicians, bankers, businessmen, all take part in Satanist rituals in which they subject a person to even many or many individuals to unbelievable levels of torture and trauma. In most cases, they prefer torturing children as they consider them to be more pure and to produce a high-potency adrenochrome. It sounds just like something I'm, I think I remember Trump referring to evil in the evil in the system. You know, but, uh, I don't know that. That's what I'm. That's what I've been looking into as well. Yeah, a little bit. It's scary. It's kind of dark. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. So they get people scared, and then they drink their blood for the adrenaline that could be in their blood. Right. The, the oxidized. Right. Yeah, that's... I've never heard of that until you just said that. That is crazy. Right. And I'll I'll see reference to that in some videos. Then when I look for the video again, I can't find it. It it happens all the time. But I'll see reference talking about the adrenochrome, and it'll show, um, well, of course, parts of speeches from the president. And it, it just really does seem to fit together well, you know. But it could all be in the production. I don't, you know, like I said, I'm not certified. I, I'm not an academia graduate. It could just be in the production of the things I'm watching and reading, you know? Right. Yeah, I was watching a video last night, and, and I got just caught up in it, man. It was really? good. Really? It was on their website. Right. Yeah. And that video, that first video pops up there. I just could I had to watch it till the end because I was mesmerized or something. <laughs> really? Right. I was telling David yesterday after watching, uh, I think it was the first six videos on the QAnon website, that it reminds me of the first Zeitgeist movie. Yeah. Right, right. Before they started getting into politics and the other things, it, it all went back to the basics of what was the original Zeitgeist movie. <laughs> Without the religious overtone, it was all about money, central banking, uh, the widespread corruption, why everyone is still um, entrenched into it, why everyone's in the matrix, everything that's in the matrix will fight to protect the matrix because they stand to lose. You know, there is a lot of the same, I don't know if it's because it's archetypal that they use the same type of things to... uh, to elicit that kind of response from people or whether or not exactly. it is the exact same um, or whether or not that, that it truly is the agenda. Right. Right. <clears throat> you know, um, I think that this thing, this type of thing has been going on since 
the beginning of any kind of archetypical, archetypal system at all. I mean, you would have to think that somebody would have an agenda and they would want people to, you know, that they would want people to fall in line so that you could profit or so that your agenda can be accomplished, you know? According, and, um, according to them, it's only that rich people seek to become more rich. And once they have achieved a certain amount of uh, wealth, the only way to protect it is to ensure that those who would come to take it, that's the switch. That's the switching point where all uh, wealthy people become supposedly inherently evil is because their endeavors to protect their wealth is what creates uh, the uh, agreements between wealthy people to uh, their jargon. Uh, that act is in the... Uh, in the chat room there, and he's saying that that adrenochrome, I guess he's heard of it before. He said it's some pretty crazy stuff. Right. He's seen right. some pretty good videos and stuff on it, he said. And Matt Sieber wanted you to shout out to him. What's up, Mr. Hey. Matt Sieber? How you doing, buddy? Mr. East Tennessee Bigfoot. Whoop, whoop. So, sorry, Matt, we got caught up. East Tennessee Bigfoot.org. Ah, see, there's, um, there's a gathering around here, out here in Texas for two years, but then this year it didn't happen because I guess of the coronavirus. But oh. there was the second annual. I didn't make it, but I had to work. It was, it was a Bigfoot convention out here in East Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, we're going to have a, a, a Bigfoot convention. It'll be our second annual in Gatlinburg um, ah. on the 25th, not this month, but next month. And, but and Jason I and I got more likely to see one out seats. there. Yeah. <laughs> Jason and I almost got front row seats to it. We're we're going to be sitting up pretty yeah. close, and we'll be wearing our That's Project awful. Dark Corona shirts. Ooh. Yeah, we got some nice part. Have you ever awesome. got to see our Project Dark Corona shirts? No, I haven't. Oh, we've got a poster out awesome? sometime. Oh, they they are. Yeah, I'll send you a picture Ooh. of one here in a second. You need a chat room that can have pictures in it. I know this one. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's see here. I'll be able to send you a picture of it. Hold on. Our website quit yeah, supporting awesome. the chat. Do you? Let's see. Right here. Yeah, like I said, I mainly just use Google and YouTube, so I, I don't really use other um, media or, uh, you know. So I might not have seen it yet. Yep. Hold on, I, I'm sure I haven't seen the shirts. <laughs> the shirt? We, we have some pretty shirts. We got them made. Cool. Let's see here. That's awesome. All right, Jeff, I need to so yeah, the front. Um, they, had two, they had two annual Bigfoot conventions here. Didn't really get to get on and either one of them because we're, where I work, I work at night. So, but I thought about going up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you. Um, I bet the one in um, Gatlinburg would be a lot nicer. What do you think about QAnon? Hello? Are you a believer? Oh. Oh, he hung up. Uh-oh. Or David hung up on him. I hope I didn't. I got to I gotta call him back. How do you feel about it, Jason? I think it's a cult. You know, I think Donald Trump is in office because he cares about this country. And maybe he is... I'm calling him back. ...trying to, to drain the church swamp. I don't know, but it, I don't think it's all about church. Hello? Okay. I'm back. I, just, okay. I think that... I, did, I didn't know if I lost you or if you lost us. 
I think yeah, I was going back inside. <laughs> I guess I turned the phone off. Sorry. Let's let's let Jason finish his thought. <laughs> I think his main reason for being in office is because he loves the country. That's that's just what I think. From a true patriotic standpoint. Yeah, not from. Hello. Uh, Hello. Can you hear us? Uh oh. Conspiracy side of it. Can you hear us? Sorry, I guess I have to go back outside. Hello. Oh. All right. I, there we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, wow. I can hear you now, sir. <laughs> wow. Chirp, 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 chirp. Oh. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm out here with my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's your next merchandise, Dave. Jason, yeah. I, hate to, I hate to interrupt, but Uh-oh. we got to take a break. Uh-oh. We're going to take us a quick break. You want to stay online? Sure. Okay. We'll come back, and um, as soon as we come back from this little quick break, you'll get to hear some of Mr. Jeff's music. Oh, yeah. Some of the best music yeah. ever. Are you listening to the podcast? Me? Yeah. No, I, I don't have it on right now. I bought the phone. <laughs> I, don't, okay. I don't really have a computer. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm out here with my tinfoil well, hat on. You may not get to listen to his music again. Yeah, he'll get oh, no. to, well, he'll he'll to it later. He'll I, yeah, I heard one jam on the yeah, I heard one jam on the YouTube okay. on, on the last episode and that was jamming. Yeah, you'll I get mean, to you'll get to hear everything that comes across here in a second when we take a break because you're on the you're on cool. on the phone, so you'll get to hear it. Right, okay, cool. All right. Hey okay. James, it, it turns out you and I know each other more than we think. Right. You know who that is, don't you, James? That's a conspiracy. Is it a conspiracy <laughs> or is it a proven fact, James? <laughs> Do you know who's talking, James? Yeah, that's a proven fact. That's Reagan, right? Yeah, that's Jeff. What's up, Paul? All right. Hey, what's up, babe? What up, blood? <laughs> Are we on break? Not yet. We're about to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Oh, no, we added our source. Here we go. All right. Okay. David and Jason on Project Dark Corona.
Reagan with the band Catalyst. You're listening to Project Dark Corona with David Reagan and Jason Scott. Woo! We're back to being live again. We are back on the saddle. All right. Woo! So, we're live. Right yeah, we're live. And in living color. This is uh, Project Dark Corona, and you can go to Project Dark Corona dot org that's the fa- that's our website website facebook is project dark corona speaker project dark coro speaker 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 is project dark corona on speaker project dark corona on speaker download the app speaker yes. app speaker app and then just like and then just type in project dark corona and then hardest and then it will always be there you'll see my picture and his picture there david's picture yeah we are we we're so pretty we're pretty i'm i'm going what what and um and then what is the uh twitter coro project dark coro c o r o project coro on twitter we and tweet what, you don't have a Pinterest? No Pinterest account. What about a TikTok? No. No, no TikToks <sighs> for the TikToks. <laughs> I, I am, we are going to get an Instagram. Yes. Uh, also, we've got, we're on a new system right now. What's the name of it that we're trying out? Oh, we're trying out Anchor. We're trying out Anchor. Because, Anchor FM. Yeah. They, they seem to be a pretty good hosting site. We'll see. But you can go and download that Anchor app too on Android, and or you can just search it on your computer. But yeah, we we was going to do uh, record this with Anchor this time around, but they don't do a live show. They don't do live, and so we've got to stick with something because we do a live show. We don't. I I'm I like getting audience interaction, having this where people could text us. And and everything. People and, are more apt to call into something that they know is running live. Right. I, I like the live the live show versus like most podcasters do an off air show. They edit it and all that stuff, and then they throw it up. Well, if anyone's listened to any of ours, they're definitely not edited. Well, like this, <laughs> anyone can jump in at any time. Right. Like if anyone wanted to call in now and talk to the four of us that are here, uh, call. You know, anyone could do this. Anyone could do this. Live from Project Dark Corona Studios. In an unknown location, this is Project Dark Corona. A show about the strange, the unknown, the paranormal, and maybe a conspiracy or two. Please welcome your host, David and Jason, and special guest, Jeff Mr. Reagan. Jeff Reagan. Thank you. And... <laughs> <laughs> and, and our remote and, guest, and our remote guest is, oh hey, James. Yeah, I'm calling him James. Yep, our right. remote. Yep, our remote guest. That's not that's not his real name. We don't want to blow his cover because he is deep. He's deep, deep cover. That was deep cover. That was deep. totally live though. That sounded good, didn't it? It did. That was good. Yeah. You'll be able to pull that audio. See, Ruth says she likes live shows. Thank Matt you. Sieber said it sounds good, and you know who Matt Sieber is. We Matt Sieber's Mr. Mr. Bigfoot. What's up? It's East Tennessee Bigfoot House. Dot org. Dot O-R-G. Matt Sieber, and he's also on Facebook. East Tennessee Bigfoot on Facebook. And Jeff Reagan is also on Facebook. 
Catalyst? Catalyst? Catalyst East, East 10. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you, go, if you go like listen. a lot of these songs, I think they have some up. Don't, do you not? Project Dark Corona has their own band. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, one of these are supported by our own band. You know, this, this corner wow. over here in the man cave is going to have a Catalyst playing one day. Maybe this project Dark hopefully, Corona party. Once hopefully, you get all your, uh, hopefully this song, song. Get all of your uh, I know he, in I know he's been working on a song for us. He's got some. Yeah, he's going to. Jeff's doing a Project Dark Corona song, a special song just for us. I know he is. He's working on it. Right okay. now, right now we can get back to Hillary and Bill Clinton. Uh oh, you oh, definitely okay. are never going Facebook Live ever again. So, do you think <laughs> Epstein committed suicide, Mr. James? Me? Yeah. I don't believe so. Yeah. I, I've seen too much. I've seen too much that says. What is the ruling on that, anyways? The ruling is suicide, right? Yes. Yes, by, he, by, by strangling it. himself yeah. to death and breaking a bone in his larynx that can only be done. I give by so that ruling is the only thing. <laughs> that ruling is the only thing I've heard that says it's suicide. Everything else I've heard says it's not. <clears throat> but I guess a ruling is what matters. Well, I, I, it depends, because if you go all the way back to the JFK, um, originally the first coroner said one thing, and then the next coroner said another after someone had told him to change his official story. So you can't always go with the, the either you're going in, all in, or or, or you're you know getting cold feet. you got to go. <laughs> well, you know, that's just this, like this last one. Mm-hmm. The first coroner said he didn't die of asphyxiation. And then the second, second one, one did. Yeah, second one said asphyxiation. Uh, loss of blood to the brain and asphyxiation. Right. So same thing as, as uh, when a martial art, artist puts you in a chokehold and they cut off your, your, your blood flow and your airflow. If they seen? held it just a little bit longer, they, they do would typically it would be the same exact thing. Have you seen who his cellmate was? No. Look up his cellmate. Oh, I oh you mean oh, you're yeah. talking about Epstein, a, a big six yes. foot two, he was three hundred pound bodybuilding ex cop who was in who was in prison for murder. Murder, yeah, he had nothing to lose, and he got yeah. paid off to kill and the he dude. He got paid real somebody. Of course, he did. Somebody. Got I know paid really Epstein well. did not kill himself. That didn't happen. He got killed, <laughs> and and he was on. He was even on on watch, like this cop that's right now. I saw a meme the other day that I thought was hilarious, right? It says, oh, no, not again. (laughs) Whenever I said he was put on uh, suicide watches, hey, I've seen this one before. (laughs) Well, you know, he had three fractures in his neck, like he was saying. And uh, there's never been three fractures in a suicidal hanging before. No. No, because it's one ligature. Yeah. I mean, so you'll you'll get you might get the hyoid bone, but that's about and that's it. That's comparing but. a thousand jail hangings to to this. Never has there been three fractures. Right, but how many fingers are going to fit across your neck? At least three. Yeah, about three. Now, have you uh, you're squeezing? Have you, had, have you had a chance to watch the Netflix James Patterson? Uh, no. Uh, Epstein, filthy rich. No, I've seen it. Uh, I, I saw I it on there, it but yet. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I just saw. It. Saw it this morning, actually, when we was watching some shows. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. When you start seeing exactly how entrenched this guy was and how good he was at manipulation and then how he shouldn't have been anywhere near where he was. And then you start looking at his island 
and he's got like Israeli temples built on his island, and wow. yeah, you, you gotta you gotta watch that. I mean, it, well, it's, I, I, the it's not much conspiracy. I, it's we'll about never, just we're the never going to go Facebook Live again because of what I'm just about to say. But I, I I do know that I have seen the picture of Mr. Clinton in a dress that was in a his painting. house. That painting. Yeah, that had Mr. Clinton in a dress. Epstein had a, 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 a full-size painting. I mean, like a huge-ass painting of Mr. Clinton in a dress. Yes. Have you seen, and it, and it breaks down. And them two are best friends now. Get this straight. Now, Mr. Clinton has not been indicted for anything yet, but yet they were best friends. He flew all over the place with him. He'd been to his island a ton of times, and yet. In the name of fairness, Trump had been on. The same plane once. Once, yeah. Well, Not 27 times. Right. But has he ever been to the island? That I don't know. Right. See, the, the woman I, that used to work for Trump at, um, um, what's the uh, estate in Florida? Mar-a-Lago? Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Um, one of the women used to work for Trump that ended up becoming a masseuse on his island and ended up being one of the women who pressed charges against him. Not against Trump. Right. Never had anything. That's the only tie-in that they could have with Trump. Right. Well, you know, hey, he this probably guy talked was, her into it like, hey, baby. But this guy I was a Wall better. Street trader. Right. Well, I, I honestly think that he had deeper ties than that. I think that he he went, um, I mean, like entrenched in our government. I, have you, you know, have, I've, I've listened and seen a bunch of stuff, and I honestly believe that he was an inside guy. He was the dirt collector for the uh, dirty mo- for the government mafia. Yeah, I, I, for the for the uh, CIA. Yes, get dirt on everyone you and, can get to your island. Yes, I think that he his job because before you know he got given this million dollar mansions and I mean a lot of this stuff. It, it's crazy how he come across all the money, all this stuff that he has and had these planes and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden he's he's high falutin snooting with all these people and then he starts pulling them into his world and i honestly believe that he has a dossier on everybody that's why they killed his ass because they knew for a fact that he was about to turn tables on them. that's also why they raided every single bit but also his accomplice has never been charged right his handler the woman that worked with him mm-hmm. she's still got a little black book and she's still walking around free well she still has information that keeps her from going to prison. <laughs> That's what happens if you keep your book with you, I guess, huh? But he, here's the dirty part. Here's where it gets really dirty. They had him. 2016. Dirty. Or was it 2016? They had him in Florida. Yeah. On um, trying to get an underage prostitute. So oh. that, that, that's what they do is they will. He's trying to procure underage girls. Mm-hmm. But they will call them a prostitute, and so that becomes a misdemeanor fine mm. by saying that they're a prostitute. They did it willingly. Okay, they had him. Uh, the federal government stepped in, made a sweetheart deal with him. All of the, and this right here had over, like, I think 16 other plaintiffs trying to um, sue Epstein. They went in after hours. The judge, uh, who ended up being our, uh, who ended up being Trump's um, attorney general, Barr, was the guy who did the deal hmm. with Epstein. 
Oh, that's the one that let him yes. out. Pretty He's much. the one that basically let him go. He's yeah. the one that gave him immunity and gave every single person, any of his accomplices, known or unknown. Think about that deal. Right. Known or unknown immunity from the law. Wow. Ruthie in the chat room here says that Prince Andrew was also a friend of, of Epstein. I, I think I think he went far and wide. I really do. I, I believe that he was far and wide not. And and I'm more than sure that he was killed over his knowledge because I know he is about to turn state's evidence. I know he was. I don't think he had to because I think he was uh, an agent of the state. Right. Well, I mean, you've got to you've got to think about the, the sweetheart deal that they let him out on. Mm-hmm. And why would the attorney? Well, I think gen- that's when it started. Why would the future I think that's attorney he- general want to let this guy back out on a sweetheart but, deal? But if you look at it. And none of his accomplices. If you look at the way the FBI and all these people do this thing, right? So they they arrest you because you're part of this motor. We'll say motorcycle gang. Yes. We'll arrest you because we've caught you doing drugs. Now we're going to give you a deal if you we'll go clean in your record. If you, if you go, go in, everybody. If you go in and then you help us get dirt on all these other people, so we need you to wear wire or whatever it is. Keep dos- explicit, you know, uh, records of what happened and who did what. If you do this for us, you're clean. You're going to stay clean forever. You can do your dirty they, little deeds under the table. Keep, they never keep the clean deal. Dirty deeds are done dirt cheap. Well, because of the economy now, they are no longer done dirt cheap, I guess. That's what I've heard. But um, but anyway, because of this, I honestly believe that, that he was. He, was, he had, he been, was, turned he had been turned for that purpose at that time because that's why... They went ahead and let him go. It was probably it, like, it's perfect. It's a perfect storm. I don't even have to go get dirt for you. I've already got it. Right. Right. Sorry, me and David's eyes locked, and we got lost there for about thirty minutes. It was like a chicka chicka wow wow. So how does how does this turn? How does this cooperate with Donald Trump? In with Epstein. I I don't I just honestly believe that uh, that it was a billionaire thing, right? It's called what, what do they tell what do they tell kids in college nowadays that you've got to uh, um, um, network network. So it's a network, right? Billionaires network, man. Billionaires in New they York. Network. They all know one another. They all go to the same functions. It does not mean that they are all. Um, right. You've got a network, man. Right. When, when you have it a billion, mean that they're all in on something, though. Exactly. When you when you network with people, it's it's hey, will you take a ride in my jet somewhere? Okay, I'll take a ride in and, your jet, and then at some other point, you take a ride in my jet. And plus, that one I mean, ride yeah, on the yeah, jet may have told you. That one ride on that jet may have told you everything you and he want to never, know. He never and went again. Never go back <laughs> That's again. That's right. Yeah, Epstein probably got him up there and was like, "Hey, man, I got I got something back in the back room back there." Hey, we got some thirty thousand feet, baby. You know who was in uh, his little black book, right? Ivanka and uh, his ex-wife Ivana. Huh? They were in. They were in Epstein's little black book. Hmm. That's according to Anonymous. He posted all this yeah. online. Anonymous. Anonymous. Do, 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 do. Anonymous. Do, 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 do. Menomena. Do, 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 do,
Yeah, when we start going down, you know, I love cons- a good conspiracy. We got to get you a pegboard, right. boys. Oh, it's going to happen. That wall right there, the entire wall, one big it's, pegboard. It's going to happen. Oh, that would be wonderful. I've already got, see that, that map? It's too small. Oh. Man. I'm about to make this back wall a map. We're going to paint a mural. Is it going to be red, white, and blue? I don't know, but it's going to have pins. Painted red with the blood of fallen American soldiers who gave their lives to defend this democracy. I've got colored pins. Tons and tons of different colored pins. Thumbtacks. Nope, nope. They're actually little pins. Oh, the pins with the little Little round dots. Oh, those are wonderful. Yes. And and so that's what I thought of. But they're, they're little bitty bitty pins. But anyway... So what's going to happen back here is is that we're going to start putting so one oh, color colored one for color it. for UFOs one color for for Bigfoot sightings one color for paranormal just paranormal just all different kinds of stuff and I'm going to see if once we get this board out if we can actually start seeing a pattern to anything I want to see a pattern I think uh. a pattern is going to emerge. And I also that David Pilates was talking about last week. Um, he has a, a map that, that you could download from him that's got his hotspots of missing people in these national parks and stuff. And those are also right. going to get their own special pins too. And, and I want to see, I, I've just got to see this. I've, I've got to see this for myself. And the only way to do it is, is just to take the time and do it, you know. So Right. And here in the bunker. Yeah, and we're in the bunker. I mean, this is literally a bunker most people think that we're just saying it's a bunker we're actually in a bunker i have a big 30 foot by 30 foot 12 foot vaulted ceiling bunker that we're in right now and you have to know how weird it is for the pizza delivery guy every time he shows yeah, up that's really funny it's funny to watch him over on the camera pull up and he's like there ain't nothing here and then all of a sudden you come up out of some stairs out of out of a rock, and he's like, "What? <laughs> That's pretty badass. How'd you get that there?" Now, if you like, just do that in a ghillie suit, they'll oh. drop the pizza and be gone. You got it for free. I want to have to try that next time. A ghillie suit and, a, and and my fifty cal and clown shoes. A oh, clown shoes. I, yeah, I have clown shoes on. Okay, is it the squeaky clown shoes? No, no, no. So that you get that third. Um, oh, the the bendy the, and the third metatarsal bend. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry yeah we kind of went off off a little bit there but <laughs> i'd have to so, say in the words of jason the dickle is kicking in so uh so james yes sir do you um what do you, what do you think about this about uh, this um epstein whole epstein case sometimes when i'm looking into this when I'm looking into these things, that sometimes they get a little too dark and gross for me. So, um, I'm aware I'm aware of this Epstein stuff and, and how everybody is um, supposedly they've taken rides with them out to an island and they do gross things there. <laughs> I mean, that's that's as far as I know about that. Right. But to me, it all sounds like it, it follows in with all this, well, and, that, and this could be like the evil that that is being referred to by the president. You know. I, I think I mean, so. I, I think you're right about that because, you know, he says it several times, and I honestly believe when he says he's wanting to drain the swamp, that right. it is that it is literally he's wanting to drain the swamp. And I don't think that he means just the swamp, you know, 
uh, up right. on Capitol Hill. I think he if means the swamp. Right. If these are the days when the president can say that there's evil in the system, he wants to get rid of it and end all that, and the people are disagreeing with him for some reason, what? Because that just most, shows you how deep that this goes. Yeah, and what, the problem I have with that is that most people, you know, are sheep. And, and most people don't look into things, don't try to right. see into something, and they take whatever CNN news or... or right. I'm all, a counter-argument. Go ahead. Right. So they could throw in something like racism and make it about that instead. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, that's hey, all that's it takes. That's part of it when we're allowing this to go on in this scope. Uh, one of the things we'd have to worry about is racism. racism. That's just one thing. We... If we're allowing this to go on, these type of conspiracies that, that we're mentioning, if we're allowing this to go on, or if, if it's going on, then that's, well, that's definitely what he's talking about, I would say. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I have a problem. I have a problem nowadays, especially with this whole racism thing, because people, I don't know, I think that they overuse the, the, the term um, I don't, I don't doubt, I don't doubt that racism might have been involved or anything, but the problem is a bad guy wearing a badge. Well, I mean, not, I, I don't think all cops are bad. I think that there is some bad no. cops. Don't get me wrong now. I mean, I've, I, as a white man have had some issues with, with, exactly. with cops. Okay. And, and they right. say, oh, it doesn't happen because of white privilege, but whatever. But I, as a white man, he literally not acting in their capacity. Literally in Sorry. this county that I live in, though, right? Right. And have lived in for a very long time. Um, yeah, have had issues with I've police officers. And and uh, I've seen perjury in that county. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that is that uh, uh, you know just because of your race or your color. That has nothing major to do with it. It has the fact to do with, is that officer just the way that he is? I mean, and and, and I, I can't say that the system is fully broken because, you know, some people can play good, man. You know, I mean, you have, you have throughout time, you know, people that can fool people really well. And, and, and serial killers, I'll just say, as one... Uh, try not to get too far off topic, but you know, most people say, "Man, I would have never have thought of that of him because because right because he was a good guy, he was nice, he was whatever." I would have never thought this guy was this way. Most psychopaths climb to the top of their field, right? And and this is the thing, and so you can't say that whatever psychiatric or anything that they go through is going to weed everybody out because there's a few that's going to pass through. And and so you can't have and and make a blanket statement of saying that cops target minorities. I'm sorry, but no. No. I mean I can say some may and and, and again the way I look at things, but you know, I have white privilege. So oh, but the way I, I look I, at things I knew this was going to come to race. The the way I look at things though is the fact that if you're in the hood and you're driving a brand new Lincoln Continental, you may get pulled over. You're in the hood driving a Lincoln Continental. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. you're not. You wasn't oppressed, and you have the ability to get that Lincoln Continental. Right. Exactly. And and I'm I'm okay with anybody. I've never oppressed a person in my life. The but, the who is the who's millionaires uh, in sports, uh, television, Hollywood. I mean, this is what I can't get. They say they're so oppressed, but they're they're leading in everything. Yeah, and I'm not racist at all. Right. Well, I mean, I, I have. You know, guys, I think of as brothers of mine, you know, they're all Hispanic and and they just live a couple of miles down the road from me. And but I mean, I don't think that I'm I'm a racist, but, you know, as some somebody that's a white male, then, you know, it's just the easiest thing to be called as a racist. I did not know I was racist until the media told me I was yes. right. Isn't it everyone's right to be an asshole? I mean, right, exactly. Yeah, I was born. The my problem is, is I was born an asshole. I dislike everyone equally. It has nothing to do with. If you're being paid to act in the capacity to serve the people, then right. instead you elect to be an asshole during with this time. Yep. Then you're definitely not doing the right thing. You're not acting in capacity as a public servant. Well, and that, and 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 you know what what you're saying is is true because so why would I want to go to in a field? Which I, I never have, never would, but say to be a public servant, a, a police officer or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Because myself, I have, I don't have the ability. Once someone pisses me off, not to want to just punch them in the mouth. I don't have the ability right. to turn that great, off. I can't turn that off. Great control and a lot of training. Right, yeah, it would be it would be like shock treatment for me. It, that's the right. kind of training you take. Right, it wouldn't be no six months and I'm ready for the streets Exactly, now. right. No. I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it. That's why I didn't do it. I know I couldn't go into the military. That's why I didn't go into the military, because I can't be told to line up in line and wait 45 minutes, even though I need to piss on myself here in a minute. I can't do it. I'm going to tell someone to go right. go go eat something, and I'm going to go do what I need to go do. That was a Freudian slip. Right. You need a break. <laughs> I'm, just, makes me think of, I'm just saying. That makes me think of who's organizing these protests. Oh, that's <laughs> Black Lives Matter, baby. Or Antifa. Antifa. Man, the someone deeper than that. They don't yeah. even know what the they're asking state. for. They're chasing demons. George Soros. Oh, yeah. Soros, baby. Soros they're is... chasing demons. Well, Soros is the one funding it, right? So he's telling them one of what many. he wants to do. And the man's 75 years old. He's not the only one funding exactly. this. He's not the only one. one but, of many. but let me put it to you this way. He's the one that we know is funding them. And we also all know. Well, I mean, organizing, though. Right. And we also know, though, that George Soros is not that he could be or whatever because people like to throw this this word that i'm about to say just out there in 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 the ethos he is a nazi he he's got them out there protesting ideas they're protesting against ideas and 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 that's not that's like chasing ghosts he is a known Nazi. He they have Young pictures collaborator of him with Nazis. Yes. He he recites going with his grandfather to take uh Jewish gold, and we're citing it as being the best time of his life. Not only that, there's pictures of him with the Fuhrer. 
known pictures of him with him. There is, yes, you, and you got the funky look, but there is pictures of him with him. He actually went door to door, and he would tell on people, because he was a younger kid at the time, and he would tell on people. Hitler's youth, yes. Yes, he, brown would, shirts. he would tell on people that was doing things or whatever, and when they went in and they moved those people to concentration camps, like Jeff just said, he would move in, and his uncles and stuff, and they would go in and they would take everything. How do you think he became such a, so rich and was able to move out of that area because of all the shit that he stole in his lifetime? This man should have been hung for war crimes a long time ago, along with the rest of them that was hung for war crimes a long time ago. Also, so should have the ones who collaborated ended up here as well. Well, uh, Operation Paperclip, Paperclip. Operation Paperclip was was crazy. But you know what? I don't even have as much as a problem with that as I do with what a lot of people don't. A lot of people are hush hush about. During this whole time, you had a huge following of people in America that were Nazis. And they held big, huge camps. I mean, they even took their kids to special training camps and all kinds of stuff here in America. And, and then as soon as they lost the war, those people just melted back into society. Like Homer Simpson into the shrubs. But now, tell me this. Do you think that they ever lost the thoughts and everything else that they had and the belief system that they had? Of course they didn't. Those are still the same bigoted people, and yet right-wing people are called Nazis every day, but yet there's true Nazis out there. It's it's crazy. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that just shows, I mean, if you can have people believe in these two different spectrums of it, and one is the truth, and, and some people believe it's false, and some people believe it's true, that shows you something's going on right there. Absolutely. I mean, it, it would at least draw attention to that type of thinking. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, Matt Sieber said that uh, psychopaths and sociopaths are both highly uh, attracted to law enforcement. They're usually gatekeepers. Right. They're usually always the person in your office. I'm the key master. They're always the person in the office that uh, gets the rocks off and telling you what you can and can't do. No, I I believe it, Matt, because, I I mean, if you look at one place in our society that you can be assertive, and and have a status and and then be able to walk up to someone and say get the down or whatever it is right you can you can push your agenda on somebody as long as no one else sees it then, right. then you're good right i mean oops my my body camera didn't turn on or yeah it wasn't the last instance oh. of this right here when oh, everyone was getting body cams supposed to end racism Right. Well, you know, even when I was booting, and there would take. Wasn't the L.A. riots supposed to end racism? <laughs> no. Wait. 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 I'll go even better. Right? Wasn't our first American black president supposed to end racism? Who? Uh, Clinton. Yeah, that broke off with two. That broke off with two riots right away. Didn't it? Right. It did. An April and one. But, but you got to think of this. He perpetuated those every time. 
when when you had um, the dude that killed Florida. what's his name uh, uh, in Florida. I know but, who you're talking about. Remember. Anyway, I right now I can't remember it. But anyway, and they said he was white, <laughs> even though he was Hispanic. They said he was white. Oh, you're talking about yes, and they almost boxed against that dude. Almost boxed against um, who was it? One of one of them rappers, DMX, is it? Was going to box against that dude? Was he? Like celebrity, yeah, celebrity boxing. Yeah. Yep, celebrity boxing. Yep. But, but so this dude followed the guy around because he was not supposed to be there. He was in a gated community a gated in 90 degree weather walking around wearing a hoodie. Hoodie and everything. So he followed him around. Dude attacked him. And then it took a while for them to even prove this. And he even was beating his head on the concrete. And then he pulled the gun and shot his ass. And then they yep. rioted over it. O.J. Simpson killed a white woman. That was his wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a police officer, was it? No, was no. Was security? No, he no. was actually, he lived in that gated community. He, he was part of the um, the Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch program. Is right. what oh, he was. Oh, right. I remember now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Ruth says yeah. she lives in L.A. and they just had a ride there. And yeah. a curfew's in effect. Yeah. Was it? Until yesterday. 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 Yep. Um, I'll tell you, um, they, they, those riots, quote unquote, riots in LA bricks just, and hit, bricks and they stacks killed. Stacks of bricks. Right. Stacks of bricks. Bricks Acme and pallets, Brick Company. Pallets of bricks lined up beautifully on the curbs and well, you Venice tell Beach. You, let me tell you a funny story. Here's conspiracy. A funny story. Conspiracy. So, I'm a I'm a truck driver by trade right now. Um, that's not what I've always been, but that's what I am right now. Right? I'm sorry. Um, and um, so last week we had to go to Idaho, which we have to go up and 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 end up hitting I seventy from here and and going through uh, Missouri. Well, when we hit I seventy. Along the side, me and the wife had noticed that they had, and now I didn't know that the morning before they had a huge riot and actually had 70 shut down. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, but I had noticed tons of bricks lined up on the side of the interstate. And I told the wife, I said, look at all these bricks on the interstate. That is freaking crazy, right? That's before this whole thing about bricks came even came out. Tons of bricks lined up on the interstate. And so we got down the road. Well, the next morning, I ended up hearing that at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, four cops had got shot there. One's dead now. Complete. He's gone. The other three in intensive care. Right now, yeah. And seven cops across the country that night got shot. In Idaho? No, this was in in Missouri. Missouri. Four in Missouri, yeah. And uh, one was black. So, um, you know, Black Lives Matter. And uh, so let's kill them. <clears throat> so, um, I've got a problem with that. The problem is all lives matter. When a white person of power kills a citizen black person. However, no one ever talks yes, about George Simmons. You're right. The That's it. 100 people, black on black crime, murders in Chicago every single weekend but 
right. because it's in their own community. Well, you know, that's one thing. Like you're talking about right oh, now. Oh, oh. Yeah, we're about He's to get pulling that, his right? socks off now. Yeah, I'm pulling my shoes and socks off. Hey, um, anyway. Uh oh. What was I going to say? I don't know, but you was going to say it, though. Was it Bricks or Chicago? Shitty Chicago. The it's statistics Chicago. of black on black, white oh, on black, blah, blah, blah. That's what I was about to say. Look at them. Yeah, black on black. It don't, make, it don't add up. It's just like this coronavirus deal. It don't right. add up. It don't add up. Yep. So we've had the coronavirus. Yep. We've had riots over racial tensions. Yeah. What's next? How many things are just going to keep not adding up, and we're just going to call it the news? Right. Damn. And that's the problem, right? So we, we end up accepting this because we're told this by whomever tells us this. And and we as a people are just like, oh, okay, and, and just allow it to happen. But, you know, what I'm finding fascinating is the amount of black people right now, the amount of them that you could even see on Facebook and everything that are saying, look. Well, yeah, and they're like, look, if you're stupid enough and you're black and you're out doing all this stupid crap, stop because you're being taken advantage of. They are using you. For, How do you feel like doing that is right? Have you seen Killer Mike's uh, statement to the crowds in Atlanta? No. He yeah. said, stop burning your oh, own yeah, shit. Why do I have to tell you this? It's right. an interesting video. you got to look it up if you get a chance. I'll have the to. weird thing to me is, is that they're out there picketing racism and, and things like that that are ideas. And, and you're never going to get anywhere with that. What they need to do is fund training and screening for the police force so that this type of thing happens less, we would hope. Have you noticed also I'm I'm not I'm not racist in any way. So so Matt said he's seen this firsthand and that he thinks that the uh, stress level for these folks is huge. I get upset but 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 what? But, well, I'm sure he's saying that's not an excuse. Right. But I get upset when when I say all lives matter and somebody says, "Well, black lives has to matter first." No, no. I saw a, a dude the other day and and I thought this was the the best I've ever heard in the world. So, it was it was a black man. And and I was listening to him and and because I want to take in all aspects of this, right? I I don't want to get any one person's point of view. And this guy said it, I think, the best. And he said, how come black lives matter? Now, this is a black guy. He said, black lives can never matter until black lives matter to black people. He goes, exactly. we take more of our own brother's lives than any other person takes our lives. Was that the twins? No, no, it wasn't the twins. It was another guy. And and he says that, he says that, you know, that that they take their own lives, black-on-black black crime is, is so much higher than any other type of thing that happens to them. And until they really believe that black lives matter and blacks stop taking other blacks' lives, whether it's gang-banging or whatever it is, then they aren't even saying what they really truly believe because they won't do it. They're forfeiting their argument is what right. you're saying. It's, it's nil. It's void. It, there is no substance to what they're saying because all they want is that 65-inch. Okay, 
They want that 65-inch TV they can't afford because they work at Taco fucking Bell. Well, I want that Oh, watch your language, we ain't explicit. Uh, 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 well, we are now. <laughs> anyway, uh, as I was saying, <laughs> before uh, David using, using some bombs over here. I'm bombing it, baby. All lives do matter. I'm, I mean, black lives matter. Red lives matter. Oriental, Asian. I don't know where. They I'm all going. matter. I mean, you can't just single out one group. Pink monkeys. That's my baby it, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would you just single out one group if you wasn't racist? Right. Why would you say Black Lives Matter if you wasn't racist? Right. That's the same right. as claiming that the Aryan, na- Aryan nation is uh, supreme. Why would people allow themselves to be drawn into that? Exactly, and that's the thing, and, and it and it's only because they ha- there's an agenda. That's that's the whole thing about right. it. Is, is there is agenda. It is just a political. Black movement. lives yes. do matter. Our lives matter. White lives matter. All right. lives matter. I mean, no argument there. No argument but at all. When they go out and just say all lives can't matter before black lives matter is just racist. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and and to pick it against an idea like racism or hate, you're, you're chasing ghosts anyway. That's like demon hunting. There's no way to actually win. Right. Well, the thing that, that kills me about that, right, is, is the fact that so we all know in this country there was a time that there was rampant racism. We, right. I mean, it, it, it was a thing, right? That's what we've heard. Right, exactly. I didn't live during that time, and most people alive now did not live during that time. But there was a time, right? I don't know. I think they're saying that the system is still set like that, that they're still... And I I guess I wouldn't know because I'm not black, but it's kind of hard to see whenever they mob together and they don't know what to ask for besides for people to end their own feelings. I mean, quit being assholes, which is their right. Right. That makes sense. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah. I think J Ron's drunk. J Ron might be drunker than we are because he says says something about some ladies. He says two doors down, baby, in my new hood, and something about some engine ladies. Indian 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 ladies. Another word I can't pronounce. I'm not sure I should on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Booyah! I know what that word is. You can't say it on air. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, but he's having some fun, whoever J Ron is. Have fun, J Ron. Boy, y'all. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know. Red lives matter. Exact. All lives matter. I, I love everybody, man. I love every. I have never had a problem. If you see a color difference, then you're racist. Right. I, I, I have friends, well, and they're friends, right? I don't have friends that are. One color or another. I don't say, hey, you're my Mexican friend and you're my white friend and you're my black friend. But David, David, we love John. Those tacos. I do. I think you could always call me James. I I don't think you want people to call me any other name. Right, exactly, right? I mean, because that's your name. Right. Why would I? I mean, I just, I don't understand. Hey, look. I just got finished eating Mexican food today. I ate it yesterday, too. It's delicious, and we'll eat it again tomorrow. <sighs> I probably will, because I'm off tomorrow, too. 
and I'm off Sunday too. I don't have to go back to work till Monday. <laughs> and and you know what they tell me every time I go there? David, are you going to come back tomorrow? And I said, there's a very good chance. <laughs> you know why? Because it's very good dang food. So, And they have good cold beer. I love good cold beer. You are absolutely correct, J-Ron. Women of all colors are beautiful. That's right. Yeah. I don't know much of that. I got, a, I got a half gallon of rum at the house, and I just sit here. I guess I'm scared to go out anymore. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's hard, right? So I've got my concealed, <laughs> I've got my concealed carry permit. You see, that's when you yeah, let them right. win because, you know, isn't it a felony to uh, drink in a bar or an establishment that has alcohol if you are carrying? <laughs> if you're carrying, you cannot drink. Exactly. But I'm, I'm at my house. Just like, drinking. how am I supposed to carry while wearing this COVID-19 <laughs> mask? That's why we, we're supporting a constitutional carry here in Tennessee because oh. you can drink and, and carry your little gun. Guess, guess what they just passed? What? Constitutional carry, baby. All right, I should have brought my damn <laughs> six shooter. Last I heard, my constitutional carry was signed in seventeen seventy six. I don't need. <laughs> well, I don't need a new bill. Sure. Well, now, right. now, now, I don't now need my driver's license either. Come well, to think of it. state of Tennessee, I'll, I'll you know I've got my concealed carry permit, so I'll tell you, state of Tennessee, it's okay to carry a loaded weapon in your car. Without you do not have to have a a uh, permit, but right. it has to be open carry. It cannot be concealed. Yeah. If it's a, if anywhere on your dash on wherever, as long as it's open, as long as it is not concealed anywhere, you can carry a loaded weapon. Say to see because Until. It, no, it's because it's considered it is considered an extension of your home. Until that one well, profiling racist cop. Pulls you over. It doesn't matter. And gives you all kinds of trouble. But he can give you all the trouble you I want. I mean, it don't have to be. But that's uh, when you tell him to let me see your supervisor. Here's, here's the part of the conversation. Same, bitch. Here's, <laughs> here's the part of the conversation <laughs> that needs to be had. And this is with all communities. Are we needing to take a break? No, we good? Right, no, we'll go no, for about uh, five or ten more minutes. We'll yeah, we were raised on Mexican food, Ruth, and... Weed is not legal here in Tennessee yet. No, it's not. No, it's not. It'll be a while for it's legal in Texas as well. To the lament of many here. <laughs> when you're in Bible belts, it, things like that take a long time. So, <laughs> he, here's the point. When I don't know. Tennessee's a blue state, right? No, no, it's, no, no. It's a red state. It's a red state. So, oh, my bad, my bad. So, no, sorry. <laughs> let me if ask it was blue, we would not have weed, that's for sure. <laughs> Everyone that I know has ever been raised, and maybe it's because I'm a, from a small town, okay? If you're pulled over, yes, sir, no, sir. That's right. It's that simple, okay? Yeah. Do you have anything in the car? No, not that I know of. Do you have any reason for me not to search the car? Well, yeah. it's my mom's car or it's my brother's car or whatever else like that. Can I, I, I can't can give I you permission. On you first? You know, okay. But here's the thing. Well, as soon as you know. Uh, hold on. As soon as you know that it's going down, put your hands behind your back. Okay. Yes, sir. Because you get your lawyer to take care of this, even if it's after the fact. No, I'm serious. Because uh, if you've got a choice between taking a bullet today on the street right. or arguing just because you think you're right well, or trying right. to swing at somebody, uh, we all right. know how to act when we're pulled over. Nobody right. ever said 
No, you don't throw attitude. You don't swing. You don't try to run. You don't try to take the cop's gun. You don't do any of that. No, no, that's 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 bad. At the same time, I guess I'm an asshole because the few times right. I've been pulled over where the guy's been an ass, I've been a complete ass back. Uh, and I've had those too. When you know you're right, right you're right. And 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 one time was because I drove a friend somewhere because he was drunk. I drove him somewhere in his car because he would he would refuse to get in my car. I drove him somewhere in his car, and we got down to the store, and he went in to buy his cigarettes because he wanted some cigarettes. And he was so drunk that he went in and he bought Slim Jims and every damn thing else but cigarettes. So halfway back to my house again, he said, oh, man, guess what? And I was like, what? I didn't buy cigarettes. I was like, well, that's what we was there for. He's like, well, I bought Slim Jims and all kinds of other stuff. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I, so I turn on another street and then turn on another street and get back to 72 to go back to the interstate to get to a store and get pulled over. The second I got pulled over, He's like, oh, God, I'm going to jail. I said, shut up. You ain't going no dang where. I'm driving, and I'm sober. I wasn't the friend, was I? No, you was not okay. the friend. I just want to make sure. And uh, But you know the guy. Okay. I, won't, I won't say his name or anything. But, but anyway, so I pull over in, now. in this guy's car. So this guy that's maybe 22 years old comes walking up to my door. Well, he knows the guy that's in my passenger seat because they were in the military together, right? And so he's like talking bullshit, and and I was like, so um, let me tell you, why did you pull me over? As soon as I asked him why he pulled me over, because I hadn't sped, I didn't make wrong turns, I didn't do a U-turn in the middle of 72, I mean, there's no reason for him to pull me over, none. Right. And and he he immediately went to pull get the f out of the car right now. Right. So I'm like, okay. What encourages that? Exactly. They have to be rewarded for for there has to be rewards that they're receiving for acting like this. Right. And and so I I looked at him and I literally told him, "You're lucky you've already pulled my license and run it because I would put you underneath your car permanently." Is exactly what I told him. I mean, because I'm just, I'm a straightforward kind of guy. And so he pulls me behind the car, and he proceeds to tell me, now this is my white privilege at work here, everybody. He proceeds to tell me that he's going to do whatever it takes to get my white ass put in jail that night. This is exactly right. And this is not in the hood. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, this is not in the hood. I mean, you've lived here before, James, so you know, right? Yeah, I do know. So he told me he's going to do whatever he could do to put me in jail that night. And I said, try me. Is exactly what I said, try me. So he proceeded to have me do four sobriety tests. Beyond one is illegal. I know it is. Four sobriety tests. And I'll tell you the funny part. So every time he started showing me what I needed to do, I want you to lean back, put one leg up in the air, and lean back, and then touch your nose with each hand, right? Hold your hands all the way out, and then touch your nose. So he was wobbling, and I was like, oh, officer, are you drunk? Because he couldn't do it. What? I don't trust his judgment. <laughs> and, and so right. I did it. Every one of these things I, I did perfectly. 
So I wouldn't after, have done anything for an officer that, that said his intention was to do whatever it took to get you to jail. Oh, yeah. Night. Oh, well, I was doing it just because I was, I'm, I'm an asshole, and I'm going to do it five times more. Right. And so after the fourth time, he finally set me down in the car. He said, sit down in that effing car. So I sit down in the car. I'm like, whatever. Because I knew there was nothing he could do to get me in jail. Nothing. I'm not failing one of those damn sobriety tests. Cops love I, I know my rights. Yeah. And so... But then, as soon as I sat down in the car, another car pulled up behind him. It was his commanding officer. His commanding officer proceeded to talk to him for about five minutes, handed me my license, and said, "Have a good night, sir." Right. And I drove off. Well, that's good. That's a good experience there. No, well, it started out as not being a good experience because I'm telling you, I felt like putting him underneath his car. I literally felt like whooping his ass. Folding him into a pretzel bleep, and stuffing him underneath bleep. his car. And I actually told him I was going to stuff him underneath his car. <laughs> um, but um, I didn't do it. You know why? Because I knew I was in the right. That's just the dickle talking. Come on now. That, that's, that's awesome that the, that the commanding officer did all that without having to be being recorded at the time. Or Absolutely. Something. Absolutely. And, and yeah, that, that gives me a little hope there. Well, I was feeling like. So I felt like I needed, I needed to, um, yes, it was a lesson for restraint for me, Ruth. You're right, because I have very little restraint sometimes. Um, and <laughs> Zach was like, kick his ass. <laughs> I felt like it, Zach. I really did. I did feel like kicking his booty. Um, but I didn't do it. And um, hey, I want to uh, give a shout out to J Ron listening all the way in Canada. Woo! What's up, all right. Mr. J Ron from right. Canada? How you doing, brother? Where are you at from Canada? Let me know because I'm a truck driver as a trade and I go into Canada all the time. When he said Indian, he said right. Nova Scotia, he meant First Nation, Calgary, Alberta. Calgary, I'm in Calgary all the time. I go there all the time. I'm telling you, I drop off boats there all the time. You probably told J. Ron about this. Show. I did not. I don't you know. probably met him. <laughs> He's your secret, uh, secret special um, text wow. uh, thing. <laughs> He's your pen pal. Is there a Canadian connection? My Canadian connection. My Canadian that's connection. it. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that's cool though. I'm I'm over there all the time. That's kind of neat. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, you know, like my like Ruthie said though, you know, she was like, yeah, that was that was your restraint. It was restraint, but at the same time, I knew I was right. But also, I knew that if I did what I felt like doing, I would be definitely in the wrong. Right? I mean, that's the wrong thing to do, and that's how people get shot. And I agree. And that's right. that's the point. Oh my gosh, that's the only point I was making. Right? Don't lie. Right. If I want to survive this encounter, to the point. That all I want to do is get I want to go home where I want to. If I'm going to jail tonight, sir, I have nothing else to say. Go ahead, put me in cuffs, back of the car, take me to holding. I'll get my lawyer tomorrow morning. And that's it, because I know the other way this can go. Everyone knows the way it can go. Well, I've seen perjury in court before. Right. Uh, this, uh, yeah, this is true. Well, I think some of them so high on drugs that they don't, they just don't care. 
The cops? Yeah, yeah you're right. No. <laughs> the perpetrators. The perps are high on drugs, and they don't want to cooperate, yep. and then the cops get a little wild and do a little They're crazy like, I shit. I paced them for two miles, and then I pulled them over for... That's it. There's a lot of moving parts that neither one knows about. Right. When you badmouth right. me and call me an MFer and stuff like that, I'm going to say... I'm going to put you in a chokehold, and I'm going to make you suffer. <laughs> I can see Jason doing that. That's funny. Kick his ass, see, Bass. Oh. Seriously. <laughs> actually, I got a story to tell. Uh-oh, tell One it. time I was a, re- a reserve policeman back when I was 21, and we were supposed to be guarding this football field. Cause it was, you didn't pull me over, did you? No. See, I think I'm the Never pulled nobody over. <laughs> but we were guarding this football field because uh, the people would like to, it was homecoming week, and people, the kids would like to come up and dig holes all in the field. So I was standing there under a tree in my uniform, flashlight, and I had a Glock 19 coming around through there, and I hear something go like a branch cracking and creaking. I looked over my shoulder, and there was two guys, I swear to God, in ninja suits, throwing up the Vulcan sign saying, Vulcans. And they just took off running. And I'm a big guy. And I try to grab them, and I'm running, and I'm hollering on this radio. I got two guys in here running, running up the road to the football field. And about the time when I got past the football field, right in front of it, about 50 people stood up that was sitting in the football field. Run, fat ass, run. <laughs> it was funny. I swear, but that was my last time ever being, being a reserve policeman. So they set you up. They set me up. The Vulcans. So some bitch. Damn ninjas. <laughs> oh, that's wrong on many levels. It, it, was, it was pretty wild. That's wrong on so many levels. But I couldn't believe these guys were in ninja suits and they was throwing the Vulcan thing up. And it wasn't me, was it? See? He's got the same thing. <laughs> in it it might have been you. <laughs> it might have been me and David. <laughs> I don't recall yelling anything. At, uh, well, at these the people had dug uh, huge holes in the field and when I was running by them, they were standing up going, Run, fat ass, Run! <laughs> I was like waving at him and shit uh, and saying, I'm done. Uh, uh, I'm done. <laughs> he's like, he's back at the cruiser, badge slammed on the hood, gun slammed on the hood, belt slammed on the hood. I'm done. I'm out. Call my supervisor. Come get the car. I'm out. I'll throw the keys in it and lock it. I never will forget that day, though. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm glad it wasn't me. That's all I know. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe this is all an elaborate attempt for him to finally get us back for it all after all these years. Yeah, I'll try not to uh, incriminate myself. Vulcans. <laughs> I plead the 5th and the 14th. And yep. Yeah, J. Ron, yeah, I deliver boats. Yep, in Calgary. Giving too much information. Now I can't. Well, on these roads. I heard there's been some break ins out here where I live. Huh. That's where that it doesn't yeah, Texas do the constitutional carry now. I'm, huh? 
Hello? I said, doesn't doesn't Texas do constitutional carry now? Man, I can't hear you. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, it's probably his uh, connection. Remember, he had problems earlier. Does, uh, does Texas do constitutional carry now? Constitutional carry? Yeah, constitutional carry. I believe carry. they do have an open... I do believe they have an open carry. Yeah. I do believe they do. I, I myself don't carry. Um, you should. I don't really have anything worth taking anyone else's life for. Right. I, that's, my, that's my reasoning for right now. My, my, my life is my life is good enough. The point he's making is your life is good enough to protect yeah. from someone else taking it. The, the way I look at it is is that if I'm here at my house and someone is brazen enough to come here to try to steal my big screen TV. They're not just going to stop at the big screen TV. If I'm but home. Saying, I don't have any of that. But no, what I'm saying is. But they, they, won't, they won't know what, what I have, right? Because I live out in the boondocks. Way nine right. miles up on a hill and six miles underneath the ground. Yeah, they do have to get into the bunker first, though, Dave. Right. But like I said, if they walk up my driveway that says, no trespassing. Live artillery. <laughs> <laughs> Test yeah, range. Have something good in there. Test range. <laughs> Ahead. <laughs> Beware. Proceed <laughs> at your own risk. <laughs> you know. <laughs> This 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 two acres is is. Uh, I've, I've had fires pointed at me before. I, I don't really at this point. I don't think I should have one, and because uh, I don't want to shoot anybody. That's that's for real. I really but, don't want to shoot know, anybody. I've got my my carry permit, and I don't want to shoot nobody. No, you know I didn't get it for the reason of shooting somebody, right? And and I think anybody right. that gets a firearm to just say, hey, I want to shoot somebody. Uh, they no, no. they're wrong. You know what I mean, right? And right, I understand. I understand. For I, me, I, I for me, NRA's ideas and everything. Yep. For me, I got a firearm to protect my wife, myself, for someone that wants to break in for whatever reason. Because for me, if they're breaking in, they're going to do whatever it takes to get whatever it is that they want. And right. and that means possibly killing me and my wife. Well, you know what? You could shoot me all day long, but I'm not going to allow someone to hurt my wife. And 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 so you know that's that's where it ends for me. Uh, we're about to lose Mr. Reagan, Mr. Jeff. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've got oh, a previous man. engagement I got to go to. Um, I had a hard out no at uh, at uh, ten o'clock. So I appreciate you having me on, guys. Uh, well, thank you, Jeff, for coming. Good to hear from you too. We'll uh, we'll catch up. I'll catch you on Facebook, and we'll get we'll uh, trade out some information. Yes, sir. All right, brother. We'll see you all, all again right. later. Okay. So um, we're going to uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, and we'll be right back. And I'm going to find a song. That everybody's going to think is just awesome. All right. This is going to be another Catalyst song. And remember, it's Catalyst East 10, East T-E-N-N. And um, they're on Facebook. And they do put out a lot of their music. And this is some good stuff. So we'll be right back here in a second. And we're going to take a quick break. Thank you. 
You there? All right. What's up, guys?
in a bunker with David and Jason on Project Dark Corona. All right. We're back from that quick break. We are back. Woo! So I'm going to give them the call-in number. It is area code 865-773-8316. I'll say that again. It is 865-773-8316. And Jason will pop, pop it up in the in the chat room for anybody that wants to see it. I will. It is 865-773-8316. So then that way anybody could call in if they have a conspiracy of any kind. I don't care what it is. I want to hear it. I I like hearing conspiracies. That's why we had James call in tonight. This was kind of James's night. And that way we can can, uh, hear his conspiracies that he wanted to talk about. And I thought that was pretty cool. It was. It was. Uh, I mean, we need to do a little more research on that, but it seems to be an ongoing yeah, that conspiracy. Quanon, or how is it? QAnon. QAnon. <clears throat> that, that he was talking about is something that I, I never heard of until he said that he wanted to talk about it. And so Jason and I did a little bit of research and found that it was pretty fascinating. And so, you know, I was like, man, I love doing, you know, these kinds of shows. And and to do one tonight would be just great, you know, <laughs> on top of anything else that's going on. I mean, come on, what else is going on right now? So Ruth says, the way I see it, if people knew that every American had a gun, how inclined would they be to point a gun at someone if you knew the next person had one to point back. Right. And, and, you know, you have states that are like that, right? So most states that are non, I don't want to be partisan here, but non-democratic states, most of those states have a lot of laws that allow them to people to carry weapons. And so when you have these laws, these people, why, you know, you have to wonder why are gun violence and things like that much lower in these other states. Well, it's because of the fact that probably two out of three people that you see that day have one somewhere, somewhere really close by. And so, you know, with that being said, you know, I think that in those states, a lot of people are afraid of of being caught in the, you know, crossfire, as per se. What do you think about that, Mr. Jeff? Oh, I'm not really here. Oh, he's Jeff a ghost. I'm not ghost. here. I'm it's here in spirit. He's ghosting us. We've actually hit the paranormal part of the season, or episode. Oh, we love paranormal, too. Ch- Ch- Ruth says that Chicago has the most strict gun laws You're right. than anywhere. And they have... Uh, more more gun violence than anybody. well, I mean they do. I mean on a Give weekly me on a weekly basis, they have hundreds of people that get shot. I mean that that is a fact, and I'm surprised it doesn't happen in L.A. anymore like it used to. If the media did what the media is supposed to be, fair and unbiased, right, free well, and independent, 
you would know all this. But the problem is that it's owned by a bunch of mega corporations that want to steer you toward their one world globalist uh, ideology. Yes. Exactly. Illuminati. Illuminati. Well, you know, Jason and I actually got to touch some Illuminati stones one time. Ooh. Didn't we, Jason? Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones. Alberta. Was it Alberta? No. No. Um, it was Georgia, wherever it was. Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, uh... Georgia Guidestones is in... Hold on. I think it's Alberta. I'm going to tell you... Let's see here. Exactly where they are here in a second. It's sad because I we was actually there. It's in Elberton County, Georgia. Marietta. That's close. Yeah, Alberton. Yeah, not Alberta, but Alberton. Because Alberta is in Canada. Maybe I was saying about yeah, J-Ron. J-Ron. Yeah, he said that he lives in Alberta now. We need to go up to Ohio to the Snake Mound. I'd like to go to the Snake Mound sometime. Yeah. I'm a, I'm up for that shit. Snake Mound. Hey. We is that Mayan? We, uh, no one knows. No one knows the origin. Native American, but usually Native Americans uh, dated for this period would not have been making any kind of effigies or. Well, it it predates most most well, cultures here. Then it would had to be Mayan because Mayan they came up and and they actually invented natives. Well, we do know that there was natives in America that speak Mayan. You got any pancakes over there? <laughs> I'd like to have a big old slab of bacon in my cup. Damn, that's just good. <laughs> we, uh, we've got some stuff from Old Smoky Whiskey. And this is going to sound like it's a... <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement. But, but if I Old Smoky this. would like to, to be a sponsor, we can sure do that. We would definitely sponsor him. Um, we are sipping on Tennessee Mountain Made Salty Caramel Whiskey today from Old Smoky, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And this stuff tastes like you could put it on some pancakes and eat huh. it. <laughs> Tell them what you told me. Jason. <laughs> He's like, you got to try this. I take one shot, and as I'm taking a shot, he said, tastes like it needs a pancake. <laughs> and I just had whiskey out my nose. It's, it's good for drinking, but that's the wrong kind of snoot. Yeah, it doesn't go back out very well. Uh, but it, it's a mighty fine sipping whiskey. And with that, we'd like to welcome everybody to the third hour. It is the third hour in two minutes. And what you don't know about the third hour is this is when usually the dickle's kicking in, but there's a variety of... uh, Yeah, the dickle's almost gone. uh, No. I've had a few shots about everything in that refrigerator over there. (laughs) I've got a lot of stuff in that refrigerator over there. We went to the moonshine tasting this week, (laughs) and uh, and so we we bought a lot of stuff, including some moonshine pickles. Pickles. Oh, those are Let's, good. Hey, have you tried them? We can do I've that. I've got some in there. We'll do that online. We'll try you some try of those. you got to try some of those, Jeff. 
You got to try some pickles. They're in the, in the refrigerator. I'm good. I just had one just like not that long ago. I guess in the, the, door. the third hour Bottom of the door. is yeah. about us. Yeah. So <laughs> so this is no, Moonshine we'll, Pickles. We'll, we'll get back to the to the. We'll get stuff. to the topic. Yeah. We're, we're going to take a little break here, but not no music. We're going to give you some pickles. Come on. It's a moonshine juice, Jeff. Ain't nothing. No coronavirus going to get that. <laughs> And I, and I want to hear what your what your take on this moonshine pickle. Oh, have you? Just reach in there and grab it. If you want, here it is. <laughs> it's a shine pickle. Now these are delicious. And they and they crunch too. Let me tell you about these pickles. So I think these pickles are only, oh my God, what are they, 40 proof or 35 proof? I think, I can't, I can't read writing that small. Here, it's Jeff. delicious. The earlier batches of these, when I was up there, the woman said that they uh, did them at a higher alcohol content than the current. So they said at 40 proof, so that's 20% alcohol. The original batch was sitting at like, uh, it, it, it was it was um, eighty proof, so it was like forty percent alcohol. It was eating the pickles. Oh lord! So they had to back it up. But she ended up with cases of it at her house. She couldn't sell it, but they'd give it to you. You give it away for Christmas. But anyway, these are delicious. They are. I mean, I could eat these with a with a cheeseburger. It'd be good with the burger. That's for sure. Mm. That makes everybody need to come to Tennessee. When is the Dark Corona Brewery going to be up and running? You know, I do have a brewery. I just haven't started it yet. Exactly. I don't know. I, I do need to start that sometime. I've got uh, I've got a few people inquiring about the moonshine business. Uh, mm. Legally, you have to be making it for ethanol until you get it right to go into business as that, that was the loophole that they used it uh, up there. Hmm. So as long as you're trying to perfect it to use it for non-human consumption, you can work on it all the time you want to. Hmm. And you can legally make up to, I think, two gallons annually for your own personal consumption. Uh, yeah. And and why do they know that the ones that they just looked at was just now your two, two gallons? Mm-hmm. All good? I'm good. Now, now you got to try some of those other ones that are in that door, Jeff. They're good. Mmm. So we're on we're we're liquor we're liquor tasting. <laughs> we're doing a little liquor tasting. Just right a now. little liquor tasting. I'm telling you, if anybody wants to come to this great state, then. Mr. J. Ron, anybody wants to come to this state, you can always email us. And if we're off, you know what? I would be happy to take you to Gatlinburg and stuff and show you around. That would be so fun. Cranberry lime. Now, the cranberry lime, do you like cranberry limeades? That's exactly what it tastes like. 
So this is yeah. cranberry lime lime moonshine. It tastes just like a cranberry I limeade. So, Ruth, if you want to call in, uh, 865-773-8316. Or J-Ron, 865-773-8316. And, and J-Ron, uh, let us know, like, if, if you can't call in, say, to the States. We can set ourselves up to where we can have, um, what is that, um... Skype, Skype, and and do Skype live. So, and um, and so you know, give us a call eight six five seven seven three eighty three sixteen. And and like I said, let us know because if, if you can't call in. At any time, then, then um, you know, we can always uh, set up the Skype player. Okay. I got a job. I got, a, I got something. We can take a small break Ooh. and have, a, have somebody call in with their favorite conspiracy, and we'll talk about it. Oh, that sounds like fun. What do you think about that, David? Yeah. What kind of small break? How small? Uh, just play a song, and, and that's it. Let's see here. But uh, we need to take a small break, and right. we well, need someone to call in, hint, hint, and give us your favorite conspiracy. Oh, I'd like to hear what people's favorite conspiracies are. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And Remember the call-in number. 865, get a pen, 865-773-8316. And if you're listening to us and you're not in the chat room, go to Spreaker. And go to Project Dark Corona and go into the chat room there. And then you'll see it because it's, it's on there, but it is 865-773-8316. And we'll be back right after this song. Well, I'm
Hey, this is Jeff Reagan with the band Catalyst. You're listening to Project Dark Corona. All right, we're back. So, if anyone wants to call it, it's 865-773-8316. Yes, we're talking about conspiracies. Any conspiracy you want to think of, anything. JFK, it doesn't matter what it is. Just let us know. Talk about it. So, JFK is probably one of my favorite conspiracy theories. And and it, 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 I don't know why, but, but it really is one of my favorite. Because I've actually gone, and I don't know if a lot of people don't know, but you could go to, if I'm not mistaken, it's the F, FBI website. And you could go into their files, and they've got files on JFK that they've released, um, UFO files, all kinds of files that have been released because of FOIA or Freedom of Information Act. And, man, it is a heyday in there. And I've seen, and I don't know how many people have maybe seen the, uh, the classic video but it does not meet the narrative, right? So if anybody out there is a gun kind of person, you understand if you shoot somebody, we'll just say in the back of the head, with a large enough caliber weapon, that the front of the head is what's going to explode, right? <laughs> but yet, in the classic video, you see the back of J- you see JFK's head snap backwards. The back of his head snap off, pop off, onto the trunk of the car. Um, I mean, yeah, his wife. His wife tries to grab it and put it back on the back of his head. And I mean, this is pretty graphic stuff. But what what I'm trying to reach at is, is that the narrative that has been explained to everybody can be explained just by ballistics. Ballistics alone lets you know that the entrance is small, the exit is large. And when the back of his head pops off, you don't get shot in the back of the head and your back of your head pops off. You get shot in the back of your head and the front of your head pops off, right? So, so the back of this dude's head pops off. His wife grab, is grabbing it off the trunk of the, tr- of the car trying to put it back on his head like it's going to do any good. And then you, you see in these Freedom of Information Act, you see these uh, doctors that actually done autopsies and everything on him once he was dead, because he was dead. And you no see... Doubt. No, no doubt. It no was doubt. instantaneous. Yeah. That there was a, a and and they even have, you know, um, pr- photo proof of it, and you see where the entrance wound wound was on the front of his face, and it blew the whole back of his head off. I'm sorry, but this is irrefutable evidence that there was more than one shooter, and. They even did analysis on a motorcycle cop that was around him at the time. 
and his radio was keyed up. And they have proof from that of where the shot came, where where the shots came from. And you have people that were standing on the grassy knoll that heard shots come above their head. People that were on there. And they grabbed, this one dude said he grabbed his wife and his kids and threw them to the ground and laid on top of them because he heard the bullets come across his head. Across his head, right? The bullets come literally across his... uh, He heard the bullets pass by him to hit the president. And yet, that's the only statement that they ever took from him, and they never come back to him for any further statements. And when they were coming through... um, uh, You know, what was that? The... um, Forgot the name of the um, the group they got together to investigate it. Normally, I would know it, but I this is the, this is the third hour. It is the Dickle Hour. This is this third hour is brought to you by Dickle and uh, world famous baked spaghetti. Baked spaghetti. Woo! That was good. <laughs> and uh, and but you know. Well, Lee Harvey, Ruth, you're right, because in some way, Lee Harvey Oswald even said, he has a famous words that he literally said on camera that I am the fall guy. He said it. I'm the fall guy. Um, I'm the patsy is exactly what he said, if you want to take him verbatim, word for word. And so, I mean, and the... And, I, I don't know. You know, the man that shot Lee Harvey Oswald was known <laughs> to work in the mafia. And and if anybody knows anything about the Kennedys, they were definitely part of the mafia before they got big. So, I mean, it... it I don't know. This is one that... that um, you know, when, when Trump first became president and he tried to release all the files, people started, whoa, don't release all the files. So he released a ton of files, but he didn't release all of them. But he promised within, what, three or four years or something like that that he was going to re- release the rest of them. And they were supposed to be unredacted, too. And this is the thing. They're supposed to be unredacted releases of all these files. Um, now, I can honestly say that I have not gone back and tried to look at these files. I did look at hundreds of other files and used to have them all on my computer. I don't, I, this, the computer I have at, at this point, I do, I do not have these files anymore. But this is my, one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about. Do you have a favorite one? Jason, uh, my favorite would have to be the right now as as it sets. Yeah, it has to be the COVID conspiracy. Oh man! Well, everybody needs to go back to our COVID. We have three 
times that we've talked about COVID. The last one that we talked about, remember, what, what was the name of the last one that we did? It was conspiracy or... An analyst. Analyst, right? Analysis. It was a conspiracy analysis that we did the last time. Um, look it up. It's, it's on every one of our... Right, you can pretty much just type in Project Dark Corona on Google and pull us up, and you can find all of, of the stuff that we talk about. And, and the analysis that we talk about, I'm telling you, the first 10 minutes of that program will probably blow your mind. <laughs> I mean, literally, it, it's that good. And then from there... Uh, it just grows, but uh, that was probably a, a really good one too. Yeah, it was a real good show, but I, I think right now the the conspiracies are running wild uh, for twenty twenty, and my favorite is the COVID because I mean it it's, it it really did. It was, it worked. I That's think, all I got to say, it worked. <laughs> well, I really think that it started to do what it what exactly that they wanted to, it, it to do, right? So, so the conspiracy on this goes, the higher-ups, whatever you want to call them, Illuminati, the Bilderbergs, yeah. <laughs> High five, brother. Look at that. Build the Bergs. All, all these people. Uh, maybe, maybe Q. I don't know about Q. I mean, that, that seems a little far-fetched uh, to me, but there is a conspiracy out there. It is. But I, I just don't know if I believe it. Right. You know, I mean, in, in this conspiracy, talks about the fact that what? Well... They did this for a control mechanism. And and I said multiple to- times throughout every one of these shows that we did on on the coronavirus on excuse me, on the coronavirus that I think that this was a test. Right? We all get the test of the emergency broadcast system. Right? Where they this is a test and this is only a test. Had this been an actual emergency, blah blah blah, right? So I honestly believe that this was a test. And and what do you think this was a test for, right? That's that's the next question that I'm going to get. So I think that this was a test for how far the government can push their full and utter control. Yeah, it was a test of, I believe, um, not communism. No. Uh, but government influence and control it is. over its people. It Absolutely. was a test. Everybody shut down and I'm telling you you can't open your business. Now there's nowhere in my constitution that says that they have the power to do what they did. All the stuff that they did, there is no place in the constitution that it, says they have the power. It's all to illegal. Do They're making their own rules as they go. Absolutely. And and if you're if if we were an inform, more informed people then all these people would not have fallen for this bullshit. Because the informed people didn't fall for it. There's a ton of businesses that still didn't close 
And and I'll tell you one, Tesla, he gave him the fingers and told him that he's reopening and he's got things that he has to do. And if you're going to do whatever, come for him. You know. And guess uh, what happened? He opened. He opened and they didn't do shit. Why? Because they know that for a fact they can't do nothing to you. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about conspiracies and... Uh You can go back to the start of the show. We've been into this for like two and a half hours. Yes. And and if you're you're not on Spreaker, you could come to Spreaker and look up Project Dark Corona. And you could go into our chat room and you could chat with us. We love people who chat with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And we'd like to hear your conspiracy. Man, we love conspiracy theories. And if you want to call us. What's the number, David? It is 865, area code 865-773-8316. Give us a call and um, tell us your conspiracy theory. Let us know what your favorite conspiracy is. Why is your favorite conspiracy? I've told you mine. Jason has said his. Yeah, mine's this COVID. This COVID, yeah. This this one is a crazy, I'm telling you this. <laughs> This COVID is crazy. I wonder what Ruth, her favorite one is. I don't know. She needs to call us up and and talk. Yeah. Please let us know in the chat room. Yeah, chat room Um, works good. Anybody in the chat room even just wants to tell us. We'll we'll tell everybody in the world, you know, and uh, we'll, we'll say it on air. You know what? We have listeners in Canada. Woo! J-Ron, come on. J-Ron in Canada, man. What's your favorite conspiracy? Do you have any Canadian conspiracies that we don't have here in America? Now, that would be cool. I'd like to hear someone else's conspiracy. Something that they have maybe for their country or something. What do you think about that? That would be pretty cool. Yeah. So... We're talking about conspiracies. We went over JFK, uh, the COVID conspiracy, um, QAnon, which QAnon. Is, is like a cult. It is, yeah. And they actually had a TV show or series, I guess, or something that was on, but it got canceled after a couple of months. There's a, There's quite a few conspiracies out there. Yeah, conspiracies go way back, and that, and it could reach any field too. I mean, it could go from UFO conspiracies all the way around, right? Yes. So I mean, at one point, you know, Area Fifty One was a conspiracy until until they finally said, "Hey, yeah, Area Fifty One exists." But at one point, it was a conspiracy. But because there was enough people that kept on and on and on about it, then finally they had to admit that it existed. That wasn't me. It was not you. It was that was me. you. That was you banging. Cha-ching. Nobody's talking in the chat room anymore. Our chat room went quiet. Hey, Reg Kelly, table in oh. the wilderness. <clears throat> I've been out here cutting logs. A uh, storm blowed a bunch of trees down, and we're trying to clean up around here and rebuild fence. And I got my old trusty <clears throat> John Deere tractor there pulling these logs out, and Anyway, why, I was looking at these gloves while ago, and I thought about all the workers across America today that are still driving their trucks, the guys that are still milking their cows, the guys that are still delivering bread, 
the guys that are still delivering the groceries <clears throat> and the men who went to work and they're welding today and they're making cars and trucks and tractors and uh, the people that are making uh, the food processing plants and all the people in America that uh, are working today and they weren't out like a bunch of idiots last night and uh, tyrants and uh, anarchists trying to destroy this country. And I just want to say this, that I don't have one ounce of sympathy for your fake outrage. I have sympathy for the man that was killed up there, and I think it was criminal, as far as what I can see. But I'm also willing to wait till all the evidence is heard in the criminal court of law, with all the facts and evidence presented on both sides. But I'm not willing to be coerced by some mob violence antifa bunch of punks. Now, I'll just tell you, punk amphitheater, to something. You want to come down here in the country and try us, boys? You just come right on. You better, old boy said you better bring a hearse with you, because you're probably not walking out. Oh. Hey, listen to me. I'll put some stock into your fake outrage when I see you concerned about all the blacks that are killing blacks every weekend, every week in Chicago, Philadelphia, and all the Los Angeles and New York and all the other cities. You don't care about blacks killing blacks. What's your intent on doing is destroying this country, and you're trying to use racism to do it. You're sorry and low down, and you're wicked and evil. We're going to defeat you. Mark it in your daybook. We're going to beat you. And uh, truth is going to triumph over false lies and deceit. And uh, all you CNN and MSNBC and NBC and, and half you guys on Fox and the rest of you, you, you're just a lying bunch of propaganda machines. You ain't no better than Joseph Goebbels was. But when I begin to see this people who are protesting, quote, <clears throat> who are really rioting and looting and stealing and murdering and destructive to other people's property, when I see you get concerned about babies in the wombs of mothers in this country being butchered by their own mothers and doctors, when I see you want to get rid of pornography, when I want to see you deal with sodomy, when I see you want to deal with the, the butcher truth. of babies across this country and the murder of blacks and other any anybody, all humans are equal in value. Oh, what happened? Oh. oh. We cut him off. We cut him off. Oops. But you know what? That was pretty damn good. That was amazing. And he's just a farmer. Just an old farmer guy. And he knows he's, he knows what's up. He also knows that if any of you Antifa come to the country like you said you was going to do... <laughs> The majority of you ain't making it back out if you're doing what you're doing in the city. <laughs> That's a fact. I'll just go ahead and tell you right now. You come marching down my street. <laughs> Nobody walks down my street. It's not a walking street. Anybody walks up my driveway that says, no trespassing. I know I have a, a fortified position. <laughs> I'll just say that. How's that? Ain't nobody busting any windows out of my house because I'll tell you, you ain't going to survive. And I have a right as an American citizen to defend myself and what I have. Do I want to? Hell no. Would I rather talk about it? I'd rather talk. I'm a good talker. Ask anybody that knows me. I could talk you out of your pants. Right? I'm a good talker. I love talking. I have no problem talking with anybody. I have friends of all races and creeds and colors. It doesn't matter to me what your color is. I like people. 
right? See, I talk to people. I don't talk to a colored person. I talk to people. I love people. I've always loved people. Jason is a people person. Jason likes people. See, we don't see color. A lot of people say, oh, you live in the South. You must be racist. No, just because you're a Southerner doesn't mean you're racist. Because most Southerners love people. We want someone to talk to. Hey, you want to sit down and drink some coffee with us? Or hey, you want to sit down and drink some unsweet or sweet tea? We got it for you. You want to sit down over here and us eat some vittles? Vittles. We'll eat some vittles with you and we'll drink and we'll talk. Because you know why? Because we talk. We love to talk. You know why we love to talk? Because we're talking people. Yes, and the next topic I want to talk about tonight is uh, why are they taking all these uh, statues down? You know, I have let's, a problem. Let's take a break. Just a couple of minutes. And then we'll come back. Maybe we'll have a couple of new listeners. And uh, we'll talk about this... Um, statue stuff man this this is a topic that really takes me off it, 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 it's stupid well you know i've always said that you can't go into the future without learning from the past if you delete the past then you have nothing to f- learn from right and and you know what i don't agree with slavery I don't agree with racism. I don't agree with racist people. I don't associate with those kind of people. Any of those kind of people. But see, now you're talking about something that when you destroy these statues and you destroy these monuments, then you are attempting to destroy the past. And then I have to ask you, what? You know, the reason that you want to destroy the past. I know a guy that spent twenty five years of his life building building stuff on on this. He's he's a Confederate reenact reenactor, Civil War reenactor, right? And he spent twenty five years of his life helping people understand what took place, why it took place. Most people, hold on, wait. You mean it wasn't? It wasn't. Because of slavery? No. I mean, it might have had a, a little hint of pepper in there, but... That wasn't what it was about, though, was it? It was about taxes. Oh, no! You mean taxation without representation? Yes. Oh, my... No way. <laughs> listen, this guy, I hope he's listening now. I sent him the link, and uh, I grieve with you, brother. I know you've worked hard. I, I've seen a lot of your stuff. And it's just ridiculous what they're doing. Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And and yes, Ruth, you're right. States states' rights actually are first and foremost right. So you have federal rights. So the federal rights, the state rights, cannot trump. <laughs> I said trump. This the. 
the state's rights cannot trump the federal rights. So your federal rights are just absolute. They're written in stone, might as well. But the states do, each state has its own constitution. Each state does have its own bill of rights and everything else, too. Now, they cannot disagree with the federal rights. So, yes, you're absolutely right about that. Um, We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about this little subject real quick. Maybe we could get a call-in guest if if this person calls us. Somebody please call in. We'll call in. Okay, so, yes, well, the actual, that war was not really fought over slavery, Ruth. That's what the uh, elite. That's what uh, they want you to see. But that that is not what it is about. If you really read the true American history, it, it was nothing about slavery. I've got one thing to say before and I will we go say and that, break. I will say that there is some slavery in there now. I'm not saying that it wasn't nothing about slavery, but that was part of the excuse they used to do what they was wanting to do. They didn't like other peop- other states wanting to concede out of the union either. That was that was another part of it. What was you wanting to say, Jason? That a lot of people think it was over slavery, and that's what the elite wants you to think. But and and what I can't get is these people today, these Black Lives Matter or the Antifa. anti-racist groups. Oh yeah, that's Antifa. They come and they come at you with. Uh, <sighs> You owe us something, I mean, 200 years ago, blah, blah, blah. They, those people have never been a slave. They don't know what it is to be a slave. They think they're oppressed. If they don't even know the truth of how slavery began in the United States. It was their own people selling them. Yep. And I hate to say it, but... The first slave owner in the United States was a uh, black guy. He was. Look it up. It's One out of ten slave owners in the United States were black. And oh that, God, that is, is a fact. Is, yeah, look it up. It, it really is. I mean, uh, but they, they get me when they say, oh, 400 years of oppression, 200 years of oppression, you wasn't oppressed. You wasn't there. It pisses me off. Your own people sold you into slavery. We're going on break. Uh, we'll I be love, right back. I love black people. I love everybody. I love brown people. I love white people. I love green people. I love aliens. But of can, all kinds, you can take the race card too far, and it yeah. really well, it gets on my nerves. Fuck the race card because I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And I don't Watch believe your it. language is kid friendly. Blah blah. I do not like the race card because the race card sucks because I'm white and I can't use it, so it sucks. What's your privilege, Joe? Let me ask you that before we go on break. I what wanna, I don't what know, is your privilege? I don't know because I've had to fight my whole life for everything I've I, Our family was on <laughs> food stamps. Uh, I mean, we got government cheese. What are you talking about? Peanut butter sandwiches you'll every you'll night. Tell, you'll me tell I mean, you. come on. I wasn't white privileged, and no, I'm still not. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what my white privilege got me 
at the age of five, me and my two sisters got sent. Uh, my mother took us to Portales, New Mexico, and dropped us off. And we, for over two, about two years or better, um, had no family because we were living in a home for children. And she dropped us off because, I don't know, she had other things to do, I guess. She didn't want to raise us kids. But my white privilege got me the same thing that anybody else would have gotten in this world, I guess, if their parents didn't love them and they wanted to drop them off. And so, you know, you can take your privilege bullshit and stick it where the sun don't shine because I've never had privilege in my life. And I could go on from here to a bunch of other places and I'll try not to cuss because we try to have a, a, a kid-friendly or a family-friendly show. But, you know, the thing is, is that I've had in my life things that were oppressing to me and have been oppressing to me my whole life. But guess what? I've chose not to let it oppress me. So anybody that says that because I'm white, I've had a better life than them. I guarantee you that at least one of their parents, their life has raised them. And I can tell you that there's been years in my life that my parents didn't raise me. So, and it wasn't the state that took me away from them. It was my parent that dropped me off at someone else's door. So, go bite yourself. That's what I got to right say. Right in the A-double-S. That's right. Break time. Right. We'll be right back.
There we go. Now, we'll clear some shit up real quick as far as this goes. I don't need anybody's empathy, sympathy, or anything for my past. I'm, I'm okay with it because I'm not the person that I am today without it. But I'll tell you a fact. No matter what anyone says, because guess what? I know. And that was the reason my mom decided to come back and pick us up was because we was about to get adopted. And she had to be notified, of course. And so she came to have a weekend with us, and she stole us back. That's a fact. Now, I'm not saying my mother was a terrible person. I'm saying my mother was a very confused person most of her life. And she had us at a very young age. So, my point in all this is, is not that. My point in all of this is, before you tell me I've had white privilege in my life, maybe you should talk to me and ask me about my life. Because there is no white privilege here. I'm white, and I'm a male, but there's no white privilege. None. I know minorities that at least had one parent or another most of their life. They weren't given up for adoption, and then when they were about to get adopted, get stolen back, literally stolen. But this isn't about me. This isn't David Reagan conspiracy. Right. <laughs> this. We're off the air. Man. Booyah. Go ahead, sign in. Damn. Hmm. We might still be there. We are still there. Well, we're still here. Yes. So... But anyway, that wasn't supposed to be a pity party. I was just supposed to let you know that. Hey, Ruth, why don't you call in and give us a call? So we've got like 12. 11 minutes and 50 seconds left. We've got 11 minutes and 45, 47, 46, 45 seconds. Somebody call us. Give us your conspiracy. What's your favorite conspiracy? Booyah. Let us know. Because we love conspiracies. That's what we're about. We're all about a conspiracy or two. So, I've told you mine. Mine was JFK. Jason told you his. His favorite one was what? 
COVID-19. I blow the wind of God on you. (laughs) Oh, we got a caller. Oh, we got a caller. I love callers. Hello, Mr. Jeff. How you doing? Oh, we got Mr. Reagan on the line. What did I miss? Did it go to a dark place? No, no, it didn't go too bad. It went to a sad place. It went to yeah. it went to a place life, that fairies didn't happen. Life sometimes goes to a dark place, doesn't it? It does, and guess what? But, right. People have to learn to deal with it. Exactly. That's all people say. have to learn to deal with it, don't they? That's that's what I try to say. I get your point. I agree with you. Life. <laughs> Nobody, listen, this goes back to what, what, everybody's seen the Will Smith movie, everybody knows this, Thomas Jefferson did not coin the phrase of everyone's entitled to happiness. Nope, that's right. He coined the phrase, the pursuit of happiness. That's right. Yes, the pursuit. You have to, you have to get off of your tail and pursue it. Mm-hmm. Your keister. Yes. Off your keister and pursue it. And that's one of the greatest lessons that that Hollywood has ever sent out there. Of course, you know, it was not given the critical acclaim it should have been. Right. Because they don't want that kind of message actually being out there in the community. Right. Well, the millennials have taken over now, so it's not if you remember, like that. After that, Will Smith took a five-year hiatus. I would, yeah. too. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Because he caught so much flack over that movie and the message of that movie. Even though it showed a man uh, climbing to the ranks of... What, that, the, 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 the main character of that movie actually uh, rose to the ranks of, like, a CFO? Yep. Uh, I may be wrong, but I know that he was a high... Uh, trader on Wall Street. Yeah, you're talking about the way that's based on a true story. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what is the name of that movie? Mm-hmm. We did a lot of that where we talk about something, but we never actually state what the name of it really was or the actual person. <laughs> Hold on. The Pursuit uh, of Happiness. The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. What else would you name a movie like that? Yeah, that's exactly it. The man was ex-military. He uh, that's it. He invested. He and his son even lived in um, in subway in bathrooms. subway bathrooms for years. Yes, and there was no embellishment in it. That was a true story. It was, it was and and that was a good a good movie. Hey. Yeah. So, Ruth, are you still with us? Can you chime in? Well, uh, one thing about that topic, the previous topic, is every person's take on the events of their life. I learned this after uh, after my mother passed away. And uh, I'm not disparaging her, I'm not disparaging my brother, but you know, everybody has a different recollection of what happened. Oh, it's fact. That's a fact. I mean, you yeah. take you take right. a crime scene 
investigator, right? And three uh-huh. people watch the same shit go down, and all three people have a same a different story. Yeah, and it's not meant to, you know. These those are the kind of things that end up hurting, well, getting feelings hurt, and end up with uh, family members not talking to one another for you know five, ten, twenty years. Yeah, that 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 actually happened to me, but yeah. it, it didn't go five years. Um, when my mom passed, my it was just a big fight. And it wasn't about money or nothing. It was about um, the way it happened and why it happened. And she didn't like this, but she did. But no, she didn't. It was just a fight like that. And um, finally it went away. And then uh, exactly so... Four years, four years went by, and then my brother passed, and now I don't have anybody to argue with. It's just I'll, me. Well, you can argue with us. I'll argue with you. That's what you got us for. Yeah. But he would he would take up for his wife, and I would just basically rip her apart. And I understand why he did it. You know, he loved her, but still... I'm always right in my eyes. Everybody's right in their own eyes. Right. He was right in his eyes. She was right in her eyes. I mean, you just got to get past that and it's come together. It's called perspective. Sometimes when, you, sometimes when you love somebody, you ha- kind of have to overlook their, their, uh, their inconsistencies. Perspective, because that's really that's that's really what it is. When we all, you know, it, it, none of us have the same story. It doesn't mean that we're not all right. Yeah, some people are completely wrong, and that's easy, that's easy to find. But you know, yes. it, it's very easy for us to beat ourselves up over that kind of stuff. So let me guess, we're going to change it up because we just got like four minutes and forty seconds left. What is Jeff's favorite conspiracy? Jeff's favorite conspiracy is the goes back to the very beginning of what we were talking about tonight. When I said everything goes back to JFK. Oh, Jeff is with me. Everything goes back to um, um, the warnings about the industrial military complex. I believe everything that we're living in today is all related to that one conspiracy. Right. They're all conspiracies um, point back to the one, I believe. So, let me ask you one question. Why do you think he was killed? What's the main, the main reason JFK was killed? And he was killed. Yes. You're cutting in and out, brother. What is the main reason JFK was killed in your eyes? Uh, Because he um, pointed to the grand conspiracy to rob and enslave the American people. Mm. Now... 
let me, if you could tell me quickly, because we've only got three minutes left in this broadcast. We've had discussions before. Remember when you've talked to me about this subject, what was it that you told me about, you know, why he was killed? Why you think he was killed? Uh, maybe, um, maybe wrong. Well, that's why I said you believe. So, this is this is your belief. I believe that it was because he had informed the American people. Mm-hmm. He did make a speech. Uh, he informed the American people of the grand conspiracy. And because he had also rejected the, uh, the, uh, the military complex's uh, attempt at uh, the Bay of Pigs, trying to go off flag event to uh, get us further into more wars that the American people clearly didn't want to be in. Right. I mean, it has more to do with the uh, Bay of Pigs is just one, but when you start looking at Project Northwood, yep. then you realize that it is basically a blueprint for 9-11. Yep. If anyone, if, if there's any other message for me to give tonight, yep. look at Project Northwood. It's been declassified. The Joint Chiefs of, tra- of, of Staff tried to hand a plan off to the president Kennedy requesting that they can fly drone aircraft into American targets to stir up sentiment so that the United States people will support an invasion of Cuba. Right. Period. Right. This is all. This, this has all been proven. This is all fact. Right. It's all been. It's all been declassified. So yeah. now that you know that it's real, realize that that can happen. On every level, anywhere for everything in in any time frame. Yeah, and realize that a, a president died after having rejected their uh, offering. Right. So, if that ends your three minutes, you're the man. Project Northwoods start there. Yes. Yep. Did you say Project Northwood? Northwoods. Northwoods or Northwood? Northwoods. You've been camping in your backyard, cycling in your living room. You've been enjoying rain showers in your bathroom, campfires on your TV screen. You've been counting stars and birds from your window and holding family cookouts in the kitchen. Now. Get ready to go. Go on a real vacation. Take the wheel at your nearest RV dealer or at GoRV.com. 